This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, it's webbing time as we review Madam Web. Plus, Marvel finally announces the cast of the Fantastic Four, trailer reactions for Godzilla X-Kong, X-Men 97, and Invincible Season 2 Part 2. Dune 2 first reactions are out and more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, February 19th, 2024. Hey, this is for the Jock and Nerd Podcast. This is Simon Rex, a.k.a. Dirt Nasty, baby. You know, I like to listen to the Jock and Nerd Podcast when I'm driving to work. Wait a minute, I don't have a job. So I like to listen to it when I'm driving to your mama's house. Ha <laughs> ha. You tired of boring podcast shows? These guys at Jock and the Nerd are the funniest, most entertaining nerds on earth. So check it out, baby dick. Hello, what's up, listener? Thank you for pressing play, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And joining us, he's back from his trip from the Amazon, where he was researching spiders. And now, for some reason, when he talks, his, his lips don't match up. It's the weirdest thing. It's Rugzekiel. Uh, call me Efrekiel. Efrekiel. So, yeah, Efrekiel. Luckily, it's an audio podcast, so the whole off-sync lip thing is not going to be an issue. Just pretend like you're watching like uh, something that's dubbed. Yes. But if you saw him in real life, it would trip you up. I hate when that happens. And spider bites you and your lips don't match up. Look, if, you're, if your lips are not going to match up, at least do some karate. That's all I yes. say. Do some crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, woof. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. <laughs> Fellas, let's get into it. The Jock and Nerd. Is it bad that I laughed at my own joke? Not at all. <laughs> it's a cue to the listener that you should be laughing. This It was funny. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's not at all. Okay, okay, a lot of crazy things uh, announced and revealed this week. Let's start with the big one. Four years after Marvel announced at San Diego Comic-Con that they were going to do a Fantastic Four movie, the MCU, and after like six months legit of rumors, they finally have officially announced the cast oh, shit. of the Fantastic Four in the MCU. With a lovely Valentine's Day post. It was on Valentine's Day. And a lovely 60s illustration. And I guess the biggest surprise is that if you are following the rumors, it wasn't a surprise. This is the oh. cast we last talked about officially now. Pedro Pascal is playing Reed Richards. Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm. Joseph Quinn as Johnny Storm. And Ebon Moss Bacharach. As the thing, Ben Grimm. Holy shit. Geek boner. Uh, you got your announcement. This is, I was dying for this. I was like, what's taking you so long? First of all, let's talk about it. What do you think of this cast and the way they announced it? Uh, I kind of love this fucking illustration. It is a gorgeous retro. So we don't get a live action picture. We get an illustration of the family. 
Uh, and there's a bunch of clues in here. We can break that down, but let's just start with the casting itself. Anthony. Yes. You like it? What do you think? It's a little older than we've seen in previous incarnations of this family. Yeah, this is an old crew. I think uh, Pedro's, what, almost 50? Yeah, he's 50? in his late 40s, I think. Everybody else yeah, probably P- in there. Ebon, Mouse, yeah. Backrat's 46. Yeah. Kirby's, I think, in her late 30s. So, yeah, yeah Pedro Pascal's 48. And then Quinn is the youngest. And he is, like, let's just see. He, he's got to be in his 30s. 29, 30. Oh, so. okay. So, you got 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds. He's the youngest. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is a y- older crew. Um, not necessarily that different, though, from the comics. I think everyone plays a little older in the comics. Yeah, I, I like the announcement. I mean, you know, we knew about this for a little bit now. Um, everyone kind of looks like crew from fantastic four i mean you know, Pedro too hard with the mustache that was surprising but oh that's okay i could i could go with it it's the 60s yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a period piece right they're doing yes. maybe the 60s stuff and that's you know is it going to be partly starting the 60s entirely i don't know but definitely you got you know in the illustration you got herbie which is like that 60s robot you got a picture of ben Grimm as an astronaut in the background so they are astronauts. You get a taste of these costumes, which are definitely throwback rugs. I like this cast. What do you think of this cast? Look, I think it's smart of them. What do they got here? They got Last of Us, The Game of Thrones, Mission Impossible, Stranger Things, The Bear, hot actors from hot shows. I think it's a very smart cast right now. Right. I, I don't mind this casting at all. I don't mind the mustache. I like Pedro Pascal. He's always good in everything. He is. He's gonna kill the, only thing, the only problem is, is he's in he's in everything. He, in everything. Well, that's a, a, another amazing thing. He has taken over Game of Thrones, Star Wars. He was in DC yeah, movies. Like, he has now joined the MCU. The guy's everywhere. Too thin? Yeah. Spread too thin? I just think he's too many things, and it's like harder to like, I don't know. It's hard to give that person that one thing when there's so many other things. But um, I do like this cast. I wish it was younger. I think that it would play better if it was younger. But for some reason, Marvel always hiring people when they're 50. Uh, yeah, I mean, Downey yeah, <laughs> Jr., he was old, older. A lot of these guys were hired Donnie, older. Benedict, Umberpatch, yeah. Paul Rudd, yeah. all in their 40s. I think Pedro Pascal is so charismatic. You could easily, he could be the face of the MCU. He could be the next Tony Stark, whatever, Captain America, to push everything forward. He's that good, that charismatic. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. They're all you, really you good. D- you did. Uh, you, the point you brought up was good, Imran, and that like all these people, all these actors and actresses are in stuff that's really hot right now. Yes. So they and but they're not like I guess Pedro Pascal would be like most A list. Yeah, they're not A list. They're up and they're coming not, yeah, rising yeah, stars. Yeah, as for as old as they are. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, they're yeah they're all like high B list. Yeah, if not or like a, Pedro's probably like A minus list. Yeah. Vanessa Kirby's like known as a great actress, but not necessarily like a list actress. I would put Pedro a list. He's been in a ton of movies. I, yeah, he's he, he, he's the lead in Last of Us. We're watching like, that's him. a major yeah. major show. He's getting there. We're watching him. If he hasn't gotten there, we're watching him get there. Absolutely. And these other people are working their way that way. Eben Mossbacher just won an Emmy for The Bear. It was hot. He was also in The Punisher. Uh, but I argue this is the only way. You're going to get people in this this day and age to care about the Fantastic Four. Like, how relevant is this? Here's the other crazy thing, right? This is why they have pushed the release date. It was going to come out May 5th, 2025. It is now coming out July 25th, 2025. 
Thunderbolts now opens in May, taking that spot. But July of 2025, we're going to have Superman, Fantastic Four, and I think the fucking Jurassic Park movie is also trying to open the same month. Now, who wins that battle? New Superman, James Gunn Superman, Fantastic Four. What's more relevant? What do people care about? I think this cast. I think people are going to see this movie now because of this cast, because they want to see Pedro and all these other people. What do you think? Possibly. Because it's, Dep- how do you make how do you make this? It depends on the tone, right? And if it's, it depends on if it's a what kind of it's going to be a comedy. What kind of comedy is it going to be? I mean, it looks so like it'll be family. There'll be like family stuff, right? The way they, they're doing it'll be a comedy. This. I don't know about full on comedy, but like it should have humor in it. Yeah, it should be humorous. I don't know if these. I don't know all these. I don't know that they're all like the most. I mean, but look at this people. illustration. It's a comedy illustration. I mean, it's yeah. It's I mean, it's it's a it's, it's like a family. It's like a family comedy. Like yeah, a, look, uh, I, it kind of looks like a family like a sitcom. Yeah, I, mean, I guess a little bit. Comedy, yeah, little that bit. so that magazine the thing is reading that uh, you you kind of make out it's an actual Life magazine cover from 1963. So this is set in 1963. Maybe they were the first people. To go on the moon or whatever in this in and I don't know what reality I mean, you can easily in. you can easily write it as they were around in the 60s. They yeah. went to space. They went on an adventure and they went through a wormhole and then they came back. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I mean, I love it's called or they the, went to the negative zone or yeah. something. And time passed. Tyrex weird everywhere we know. And it could be the quantum realm. I, I have a theory. Yeah. What if the Fantastic Four only exist on TV? Oh, they're a TV show, and then something happens with where they're brought to actual reality. You know, that's interesting. You say that because you know who's directing this? Matt Shackman directed WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. He's already, and that would be the reason where the fuck they've been this whole time. He's already played with. They're that in a period of- piece show, and now they've brought been brought to actual reality. And I wonder, are we getting some in, hijinks? Will we get an origin or they'll already be the Fantastic Four when it starts? Uh, the other thing we don't know is I know, uh, who Galactus is going to be played by. Rumor is still on Javier Bardem. And if you have a Galactus, you need a Silver Surfer. Uh, and the rumored for Dr. Doom, if he is, is still Cillian Murphy, Mads Mikkelsen. Which they both be great. Again. They're going to do Anya Taylor-Joy as <laughs> uh, Silver Surfer? Oh, so, yeah. That was the one rumor. There's a female Silver Surfer. Uh, but that casting will probably come later. But, yeah. No, I like how they announced this. It's cute. It's yeah, fun. It, it was kind of cute. Different. Yeah. The logo, the retro logo is great. And I, I've always loved this kind of illustration, this aesthetic from 60s advertisements or whatever. Fully painted things. And Herbie, who's going to voice Herbie? It's a little robot. Costumes are great. They should get him run. Uh, I could do it. Yeah, I forgot how Herbie <laughs> talks. He it's doesn't matter. Take this. Shove it up your ass. Sue Storm. What? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what Herbie would say. Don't cast me. I just failed the audition. <laughs> Listener, let us know what you think. <laughs> you can join this conversation. Join our Facebook group, Jock and Nerd Nation. Jock and Nerd. Jock and Nerd. You can geek it up in there. The spoiler threads for things, for movies. Lots of fun discussion. Closed exclusive group just for you. Uh, okay, moving on. Anything else about Fantastic Four that I missed? No. No. It's good. It's good. I no, lo- this was a this podcast. We'll talk about something else later, but it's been 
a good week or so since the Super Bowl of announcements for Marvel. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, that was just a good follow up uh, to from the, dead, the Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah, Deadpool yeah. and Wolverine. Uh, okay, then that wasn't enough. We got a new trailer for Godzilla X Kong: The New Empire. Oh my God, geek boner! Man, uh, it feels like it came out so long ago. Uh, it does. It, it, it was. Uh, it, it's was it like last Wednesday or yeah. Tuesday. By the time you hear this, it's been out a week. But look, yeah. we record on a weekly schedule. That's what happens. That's what happens. This one, uh, Anthony, take us through this one. We get a little bit more of the story. What do we see? What did you like? Oh, what did we see? I mean, we see a lot. I yeah. don't know if I want to go through everything because they they jam pack this trailer with a lot more stuff from the movie and from different parts of the movie, but. We basically are seeing that uh, Kong is the protector of humans and Godzilla is the protector of uh, nature. Nature. Yeah. Nature. Yeah, nature, titans, and great yeah. apes. And that they have they detect a threat underneath there that they got to deal with. And they got to, even though they don't want to work together, they're going to have to. <laughs> they don't have to um, like each other. Uh, yeah, they don't have to like each <laughs> other, but they're going to have to work together. Um, as far as the trailer... I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I, I had a smile the entire time watching the trailer. Yeah. Now, is this Godzilla minus one? No, no, it's, not it doesn't all. need to be. It's not what not it's going all. for. But is this and is this going to be pretty stupid at times? Yeah, Absolutely. probably. But if we're going to go all the way and like go with big tag team team up with Godzilla and Kong, this is about what I would expect. Yeah. <laughs> This is, if not a little bit more ridiculous than what I would expect. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not going into this and sniffing my own farts. And I, I think I'll have a great time with this. I think it, it really just comes down to how much can they minimize the humans? Yeah. <laughs> so that we just aren't like, I think Godzilla versus Kong did a decent job of minimizing the humans, whereas Godzilla versus Godzilla King of the Monsters was almost too human heavy. Yeah. And it just made it like yes just let's fast forward yeah like you want it to be where you're just not like let's fast forward you want it to be like somewhat entertaining when the humans are on screen so that that's really all there is it's like can they make the humans entertaining enough to get me to the next monster scene yeah no i'm with you i was watching this and i'm like this looks great uh, this looks like <laughs> so much fun it's gonna be horrible it doesn't need to be godzilla minus one but i was like horrible in a good way in a like, fun in way the, yeah, yeah no, like, but like the, absolute popcorn movie yeah the, just the shots the action they're showing you, the, a tooth flying out of oh scar's face the size of a of a car the, like, you know yeah the scale of everybody godzilla's blasting the pyramids he's got a fucking power glove come on there's a fucking <laughs> skeleton whip a bone whip Oh, uh, Rugs, what do you think? You in with this? I got three words. Yeah. Let them fight. That's the secret <laughs> yes. to this. All right. So the problem with a lot of these uh, uh, legendary films is that they linger too long on the human stories. And then, which is fine because you got to build, you got to build anticipation and stuff. But when it's time for them to fight, you got to do what Adam Wingard does best. And you got to make it a spectacle. Don't block it. Don't cut away. Don't like show it in all its glory. Take us there. Take us through it. We're in the we're watching the wrestling match. We want to see fucking all the shit happen. Let them we want we, we we don't need to cut back to the humans during that part. So I think Wingard figured it out. 
he hasn't figured out how to do a good story or good characters, but he's figured (laughs) out that part. And I think that that part is enough to be worth the price of admission, right? Uh, Of course, Minus One has like kind of a little bit of everything. It's almost a perfect movie. This is going to be, you're there to see the, the spectacle. You're there to see the fight. You're there to see these characters that they're introducing and you know, if they're going to pose a challenge, if they're going to team up, how are they going to overcome this thing? We're all in. So uh, as ridiculous as this movie looks, I'm pretty pumped. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I do. I I'm do pumped. have. Yeah, me too. I do have a little bit of uh, reservations about these characters like uh, Scar King and Shimo or whatever. Yeah, I feel like so, that they're whoa, whoa. they're uninspired and, yeah. and they could be like, I think Japanese designs are re- way cooler. The kaiju that from Toho is way cooler. And uh, we'll see how this pans out. Maybe I'll be proven wrong because uh, you never know. I, I The Mutos grew on me over over time, so you never know. So Scar King is, at some point, he is a building size, just fucking mean orangutan, right? Is that what I'm, that what I'm seeing? Oh, he's, like some, he's some kind of weird looking thing, yeah. And then they do tease another creature. This is that Shimu, right? Is that what it's called? Shimu? Yeah, Look at this. Ice monster. I took a screenshot in the quick in the beginning when the kids having the flashes. And I if you look in the notes, there's a wide shot. And there seems to be two sets of fights happening Four characters paired off fighting that. What does that look like? What oh, is going yeah, on? Right. What is going on in this shot? There's four four monsters. Yeah, I see four. Yeah. So it's so like, did they did they make Godzilla pink because they wanted Shimu to be blue? And they were like, we can't have two blue. This other one looks like he's white or blue. Yes. And it's like Scar King and Kong are fighting over here, and Godzilla is fighting this other thing over there. You also got the tease where it looks like Scar King has Shimu in like a cave. Oh. He unleashes him. Oh, and then he's they, using him. You just saw the eyes, and then the yeah. ice came out, and then Kong was blocking it with the axe. Oh, right. That's what, yeah, that was that move. Yeah. So there was a tease that there's something there's else. something else. Yeah, that's why they got to team up. But Scar King and some even the shot of them running, they it's a little more extended where they just come flying over the edge of the cliff. That's fucking dope. I was like, that's great. Look at them. <laughs> I, I'm I'm super intrigued at like how they're going to portray the communication. Oh, between <laughs> like, Godzilla and Kong. Well, first like Scar King and Shimu. Yeah. Like what is their relationship and what how does he have him? Look, does Scar King have him as a pet? What is going on there? And then Kong and Godzilla like teaming up. Yeah. How do they? Like, in, how does like how does that? Because <laughs> I don't think they're going to go with the talking route, which they did in Godzilla versus Gigan. No, it's going to be looks, just like looks, yeah. and they'll understand. But each you other. did have in Godzilla versus Kong, Godzilla kind of chuckling at him. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, right. No, they had a little bit of communication in that last movie, and they had to team up against Mechagodzilla. Well, I think that they're going to fight initially. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, some other motherfucker is going to show up, just like Mechagodzilla did last time. And they're going to be like, all right, I guess we have to team up. And, and then, then they make this glove. They go to Egypt for some reason and fucking blow up it all It looks the like the final fight might be in Rio. Am oh. I reading that right? Oh, in Brazil. Yeah, I think Egypt is, is like where they team up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they sing to the heavens. The, fi- the final battle is in Rio. <laughs> 
that last shot where they're just both yelling to the sky. That's like, great. Hey. And you see the Sphinx in the bottom reel in the background. They should, they should have been arm in arm as they yeah, did. It's so great. There's <laughs> baby Kongs also. And so that's interesting. Well, uh, there's that shot of baby Kong firing a rock. Yeah. And it looks like at a, like a, a Kong yeah. colored gorilla. Yeah. But the like gorilla is like upside down. Yeah. That's confusing. <laughs> What's going on? There? That was. Well, I think that yeah. he's trying to get away from all those other dudes that are with with uh, Scar King. Yeah, and then Godzilla's got this blue fucking power up that looks fucking dope. Also, yeah, no, that I'm, was a cool shot yeah. when they're firing the missiles at him and he like radiation blasts them with his body. Dude, I'm in. Uh, this is gonna be a fucking blast. Like this just looks like so much fun already. Yeah, that that's that's the read I have. Is like. I'm not coming into this, you know, expecting minus one. So it just looks fun. It, it yeah. looks fun. It doesn't like, take itself too seriously. There's, as we've we've discussed in our review in our uh, tournament, like there's all sorts of Godzilla movies. That's so, the like, beauty of this it. This is this isn't this isn't out of left field. Yeah, this is like uh, Godzilla versus Megalon. This is uh, yeah. they're gonna team up. They're gonna do a bro handshake. There's gonna be. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, there's handshake. gonna be, there's gonna be a fucking drop kick somewhere in this. Oh my god. <laughs> there's gonna be all kinds. There's gonna be a ring of fire. Yeah, and they're gonna be in the middle, back to back. You know, it's gonna be the whole thing. It's gonna happen. <laughs> and the, the effects look really good. Like there's a lot of VFX, obviously, but it, it looks good. I don't know. Is the pinks, the pink and gray body, still not doing it for you though, Rugs? Oh, I hate it. But still, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do. That shot of blue Godzilla looking like he's lean. That one like they, re, they they restructured his anatomy a little bit, so he's got he's a little bit more thin in the waist. And he just looks more badass. I think with a shot of his foot coming down. Yeah, that looks great. Like his foot looks like yeah. a Godzilla foot now. It yeah. doesn't look like an elephant foot. So uh, they they did all those like little tweaks to try and like make him seem a little bit more battle ready. So uh, I'm into it. I'm into it. It's like, as I said, there's a million kinds of Godzilla. There's a lot kinds of Godzilla movies. I prefer. Uh, Ones that are a little bit more balanced, but hey, I'm, let's see what happens. I might like. I love Godzilla versus Megalon, and that's the most unbalanced movie that there is. So, <laughs> it's from my childhood. It makes me feel like I'm like a little kid, you know. Yeah. I, I I I had the same feeling watching this trailer. I went, this just makes me feel like a kid again. <laughs> that's great. That's what it and should it do. Does, doesn't always need to no. be the you know. We we got we got the minus. We got it. We, Toho Toho delivered the the company that created godzilla delivered on something awesome we, we don't need the american version to be well, that awesome you want to know what what has to be done is that someone has to make the blueprint mm-hmm. so we know how to repeat the recipe oh yeah right right you create the perfect thing and then you're like okay minus one that's it they did this kind of godzilla you didn't go crazy like shin godzilla with little puny arms and no they just they figured out the origin they figured out how to make a move how to make them scary uh, set it in a in a in a period piece, mm-hmm. make it about something, and they got the recipe for that. They know how to make one of those now. Uh, Wingard figured out how to make the the spectacle Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like Doherty kind of was there, but he kept on for some reason obscuring things, putting things in like a, a haze where you couldn't see things. The gimme. Crystal clear, neon, I lo- fucking yeah, I love the colors. Up, the colors are designed great shit where yeah. it looks 
where you can remember every single thing that happens. You can see it all. A lot of daylight shit in this trailer, and I love the right. color palette they're going with the purples and the blues and the glow and the neon. It's great. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I don't know if it's gonna be good, but it's gonna be fun. Look, if you're gonna make a bad movie, make it fun. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the only way this movie really can fail is if it's like not really as action packed as they've put it in the trailer. Right. Yeah. You know, none of this is in the movie. That would be that not would even be. that it's not in the movie, but they're just like long drawn out scenes of boringness. Yeah. And like what we saw was basically the, all the action you would have in the movie. Yeah, no, I feel like they've learned. Some of the movie we're going to review later. Where it's just well, like, oh, this yes. is an action yeah. movie. And it's like, wait a minute, that's not an action Don't movie. Don't make it like that movie, it's please. It's an action movie. It's yes. an inactive movie. We'll find out March 29th when uh, Godzilla X Kong hits the theaters. Back to the MCU. Before that, Marvel has announced and they put out a trailer for the X Men 97 cartoon. That's coming out March 20th on Disney Plus. Uh, and this trailer is pretty great, Rugs. Let's start with you. What? There you go. You're going to have that music. It's the best fucking music. Yeah. What? Did you watch that, Imran, when it was on? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I want to watch it again. I may watch certain episodes. I might do the same. I need to do rewatch. And there was also on the Spider-Man 90s show, that team showed up over there. It was a two-parter. That's right. Which was great. Now, this trailer begins with seemingly mm -hmm. Xavier being dead, right? But I saw a thing, watched the video about how the X-Men series ended. That's not what happened at the end of that series. Does anybody remember? I watched the Screen Rant video. Yes, what me. happened to Xavier in that last episode? Doesn't he get sent to space? Yes, he's dying. Magneto the, shows uh, up. And, Shi'ar? Yes, he falls in love. He fell in love with that Shi'ar princess like in the in the in the show i wouldn't have known if i didn't read i forgot that Captain too Hill. and she takes him on the space to try to save him or she has the a star cure. jammers or whatever yeah she has a cure the shower yeah the shower she's a cure she takes something off in the space so then he's just so well, he's not dead he's in space but in here it seems like he's dead and you get the reveal that in his will he's given everything to magneto so magneto's in charge but what do you think of the trailer, uh, Rugs? The animation style. This one's gonna be TV fourteen, which is a little bit more. They could do a little bit more edgier stuff, right? It was pretty edgy for its time. It was. Uh, the animation looks good. I think uh, X Men got a little wonky because they switched team. Like what happens is when these shows get made, they start shopping around for cheaper studios. Or they have like multiple studios doing different episodes at the same time. So you'd watch X-Men and go, Wolverine looks weird in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but, so, but they managed to find something that kind of like the He-Man cartoon where it's like a more modernized version of the old thing. So it's, it's still in the same tone, the same spirit, same color palettes, same everything line weight, but they're just slightly more, I guess, uniform and how they're done there's they're more uniform there's a little more detail yeah and they have the shading looks good it looks really good and it still looks has just like that's it, it, it's very reminiscent of yeah, the show it's yeah. like not that far off but it has that saturday morning cartoon feel uh anthony what you think this is technically the first uh introduction of the x-men team in the mcu is what it no. is it's it is well 
This is no. in the MCU. We know, look, it's a cartoon, but what if is technically in the MCU in its own universe? Uh, well, yeah, we'll see. I think it's Mar. It's you didn't see Marvel Studios. You saw Marvel, Marvel animation. animation. That's true. Um, but we'll see. I, as far as what did I think of this? Um, I grew up watching X-Men on Fox on Saturday mornings. That said, I don't remember any of the stories. Like, <laughs> none of, like nothing. They like, did all like, of them. Days of Future Past. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I, I watched them. But as a kid, you weren't, you know, I was like, shit, six, seven, eight, you know, between six and ten years old. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, storyline wasn't a thing for me. I was just following, like, the fights and all that. So, I don't remember much of like the interactions other than like very high level like Cyclops and, and Wolverine not liking each other and the three-way love triangle and Gambit like in Rogue kind of having a thing. So I remember like outlines of the plot. Yeah. But I don't remember much. So like me jumping into the show now it's going to be it might be an interesting experience. Um but yeah, it looks good. I mean, it brings back all that nostalgia. It sounds like they got a lot of the original voice cast back, the people that were still alive. Yeah. They're picking up a lot of the stories. Um, they're picking up right where they left off. I think they might. I don't know if they'll like do stories from the '90s that they haven't done, or they'll like put some modern stories in there. Um, yeah. I think overall, I mean, this is this show up there with like Batman. What was the Batman animated series yeah, and yeah. like Justice League? Yeah, those are some of these are some of the most beloved yeah. comic book shows from the '90s. So yeah, they don't I'm make sure. them like that anymore. Did this no, sh- yeah. So I'm sure this will this will have. I'm th- I'm sure this will do really well. And fuck, I might watch an episode or two if I if you make me watch it. Did- I don't know that I'm going to go out of my way to watch it, but I, if we're going to probably have to watch oh, it, we're watching show, this. So I'll watch it. Did that when you were a kid? Did the show? Didn't the show make you more tolerant and understandable of people were different? Did it have that effect? I don't even remember that. Oh, you don't remember any of that. Yeah. All you, all I remember is just the opening, like running at each other. That's all I remember. And there's the fights. That brings you back right away. Maybe like sub, not even sub, like maybe a little part of me was a little more tolerant, but I don't think so. I think it was just, I was just there for the fights. I'd like to think it made that generation more. It didn't hit me at all. No, for me, it was different strokes, man. That was it. Well, yes, that was. That was wild. The world don't move to the beat of just one drop. Might be right for you, may not be right for some. Yes, I'm, you gotta I'm, always be aware of the gooch. <laughs> I'm not gonna do the whole song. <laughs> we no, see, no so we see Jean Grey looks like she's pregnant. That's interesting. Uh, fucking Gambit riding Wolverine and charging up his claws is probably like the dopest thing I've seen in a fucking <laughs> cartoon show. I, they've never done that anywhere before. I don't even think they did that in the special in the comics. They had like a fastball special, right? We know that Colossus throws Wolverine. This is a new. I love this combo move. Holy shit! Uh, and then the was team morph in yeah, no, the original uh, team. It, he was, and it, it, I believe he was, and it was just like a dude with like dark hair. So the team now is Cyclops, Beast, Wolverine, Gambit, Bishop, Rogue, Jubilee, Morph, and Storm. Is Morph the dude with the white face? I believe so. And I also saw articles saying Morph is going to be non-binary because he's the one who could change it to different things, just like the character on Gen V could just morph into whatever. But that's interesting. Is he Morph or is he is he Caliban? So somebody else said it was Caliban. So um, I'm confused a little bit. Because Caliban's an albino mutant. Yeah. And that guy looks like it a white. It looks more like Caliban, but people. But there's a dude that has no nose. Is that Morph? 
That's what that's I don't Caliban. know if that's Caliban or Morph. JP Carlyak sure Caliban playing him. But Caliban Screen Mor- Rant was saying that it was Caliban. So in the cast, there's a guy playing Morph. I don't see somebody playing Caliban, the character of Caliban. Oh, interesting. Well, who but, knows? Yeah. Well, we'll find out soon enough. Mr. Sinister is going to be in this. He'll probably be the bad guy. Uh, but yeah, they're saying Morph is in this. Uh, oh, Nightcrawler also will be making oh, an maybe appearance. Maybe it's Morph. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's Morph. It looks dope, though. It looks great. Well, this whole thing, too, is Magneto. At the end, it ends with Magneto being the leader of the X-Men. Yes, right? yes. That happened in the so comics as well at certain points. And in, in this show, they're teasing. They're showing him with the purple like M suit. Yes, that's what he... stupid as fuck. But that's what he wore as the leader. Yep. 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 And you see a coffin going down. Like, are they just going to kill Charles in this instead of they're just rewriting the end of the, the original show? I don't know. Also, the title, 97, I feel like it'll take place in, like, 1997. As oh, really? What gave it away, Imran? I'm just saying, you can't do it now. <laughs> you were saying if they're going to do the new stories well, I'm now. Saying, are they going to take the old, the new storylines, but just retrofit them to 97? Or will they, oh, or take storylines from 97 and do them. Oh. I don't remember. I mean, I don't know what don't stories know. came out in 97. But it's definitely, yeah, it's X-Men 97 for a reason. Yeah. I guess it is. Uh no, but I do want to rewatch some of those. I'm gonna. I might, if I have some time, I'll go back and watch it. I looked it up. There's like, like five, five seasons. seasons. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, all right. That's March. I, mean, I guess that show also, you know, it dealt with human, uh, not human, adult themes. Yeah. for a cartoon kids show. Yeah, so. it's about homophobia, racism is basically the other reason. I think I read some articles, and I was, uh, this kind of makes sense that this may be like how they introduced the X Men into the live action MCU universe. We just saw Beast at the end of the Marvels. He's wearing blue overcoat. Looks just like the Beast that was in the cartoon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Professor X had his yellow wheelchair. That's straight from the cartoon. And mm. every time they mention mutants on Miss Marvel and that other thing, what do we hear? Right. They play that stinger. Could it be that they will pull these characters from the animation universe into live action and this is your X Men team. We're gonna get starting with. I don't know. So they're gonna do the same thing with. So just taking stuff out of TV now. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Another just like uh, Fantastic Four is what you're saying. Just, yeah. I don't know. What do you think of that theory? That could. Uh, why are they playing that? I, I stinger? have. I have seen that theory. That it all makes sense. This might lead into Secret Wars as well, and that they're gonna pull yeah. X Men from this universe to come over. If you do the Secret Wars, it's all the universes, and everyone can. Just- I mean, that would be rewarding for the animated series fans. Um, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I don't know how I feel about tying in a uh, the animated show like that. I mean, and what if they have characters like Kahori and Peggy Carter, and you know they're going to be in live action? There, I feel like they're setting it up for that. So I think Secret Wars, where all of this is going to just get crazy, and things will happen. Okay. Uh, last little trailer here. So that's coming out March 20th, Disney Plus X-Men. Before that, March 14th, guess what returns? Fucking Invincible Season 2 Part 2. Oh, shit. Finally, you tease us with four episodes after like two and a half years and then take a fucking break. They put out a trailer for their Part 2. Anthony, let's start with you. Did you get a look at this? What, yeah, of course. What do you think? What is happening? It is. It is also bloody and violent, which is great. There's a lot happening. I mean, there's 
you got to deal with the fact that um, Invincible's dad is now on, uh, I forget what fucking planet that's called. The bug planet. Omni-Man's. No, no. The, 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 oh, ver- uh, Viltrum. 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 Yeah, whatever the hell. Yeah. Yeah, he has to deal with that. You have to deal with the those like pink octopusy things that have infected humans coming in. You got to deal with uh, Sterling K. Brown's the, character. The brain dude. Yeah, then I think it ends with Invincible seemingly being put in the ground. Um, yeah, man. I mean, the trailer looks good. Uh, you know, I don't think there's much to say other than, you know, the the show's delivered thus far, and I'm I'm looking forward to watching more episodes. There are multiple storylines that need to be resolved. There's a lot of threads that need to be kind of uh, unraveled. So let's let's see what happens. There's a funeral scene in this trailer. Also, somebody doesn't make it. There's a shot of that dude just ripping limbs off one of the heroes, which is wild. I was like, oh shit, okay, yeah, I can't wait. I think is it just gonna be another four episodes? Probably can't wait till this returns. You're right. Not much to say. It looks fucking great. I'm just mad they took a break with just four episodes. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck you doing? Okay, before we talk about uh, the movie we're going to review this week, the next big movie for everyone, for us, Dune Part 2, coming out March 1st. So really February 29th, just two weeks away. And uh, they had their premiere. Some uh, regular people got to see it in France. Some regular people. just Like not critics, just like general mm-hmm. audience. But the first reactions to this thing are all just glowing and maybe a little. They always are. Though, they always they? are. But like, this is like all the credits saying this is a fucking masterpiece, comparing it to like Empire Strikes Back, Lord of the Rings, the best sci-fi movie of this generation. Dennis Villeneuve's magnum opus. Holy shit. Uh, how are you guys? Who's excited? I'm kind of really excited. I am. Hopefully it's good. I've, it looks good. So I'm. <laughs> And I'm hearing it's good, so I'm optimistic for the first time about Dune. I am. Um, I didn't like the first Dune. No, I know, I know, and I can see why. So, why? And I and the first Dune was nominated for Oscars. Yes, it was. So, I uh, I'm hoping that uh, the second Dune I connect with a little more, but I am not optimistic. What if I tell you that we're giving the precedent? It's going to be like the first one, only all action. That's what I think. That I helps. hope so. And it's longer. So I hope I, I hope I can pick up quicker on who's who because that was really confusing. There's a lot too. of names now in the Dune mythos. There's a there's a lot of names. There's Benny Benny Gesserits, There's Harkonnens. There's Atreides. What else you got there, Bruggs? I'll do a crash course before we uh, we, okay. we watch. Yeah, and so. like the first movie kind of does a good job setting it up. Watching the David Lynch thing also helped me, but I really enjoyed the first one. They're saying, I believe, like the box office has been really sluggish at the beginning of this year, January, February. No, nothing has been doing good. They're expecting this movie to save the box office. They're projecting a $65 million opening weekend. Uh, Dune, the first Dune in 2021 opened to $41 million. And I'll tell you why this is, I think it's going to be big. I have already bought my tickets late last week. And unlike Madam Webb, where it was wide the fuck open when I bought those tickets. Uh, this theater was almost full when I bought the tickets for the Thursday night. Oh, wow. I got to yeah. get on that. Yeah. So definitely mm. get on the tickets. They went on sale uh, late January and they're saying pre-sales are matching Oppenheimer pre-sales. So, oh, nice. I think this is going to be huge. A lot of people saying this is going to be a, 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 a Oscar best picture of the year. 
So I, I suppose he's supposed to do a part three to yes. wrap it up. Apparently he's doing that. What's that? The Messiah? Oh, the third book is the yes. Messiah? That's right. But that probably won't be years away. But man, the shots in the trailer of them riding the sandworms, the scale of the shit looks amazing. But what I really want to talk about is, did you see the photos of Zendaya at the premiere of this movie? Yeah. Let's talk about the sexiest C-3PO robot. You, well, this, you've is, ever this seen. is not a new it's not a new outfit. What is this? An homage to rugs? Well, it's an archival outfit. So this is from like some other designer that had it. She went and got it. it this designer has it's got some French ass name. I don't know what his it's name like is. It's like Murlog or Murga or Murgle, but it's like from the 60s or 70s or something. Yeah, well, it was modeled after Metropolis. Remember that movie? Oh, Metropolis. Yes, yes, that's what it reminded me of. So uh, I put a link for uh, Hajim Soriyama. Yeah. Which was in the 80s, this airbrush artist who did like all of these things called yes. gynoids. Yes, that's kind of really big, really huge influence oh, on yeah. like heavy metal. Yeah. So it's kind of like that was big. And so I think that that Metropolis chrome outfit came out of that. And we're associating with C3PO, but I think C3PO is even based, on, based Metropolis. on this. Absolutely. So but, um, I mean, the see through ass and breastplate. Uh, it looks great. Yeah, someone's worn this before she has. Okay. This is she's not the first person to wear this. She, I think that she knew about it and she wanted either a a, a a double made of it or she's actually wearing the the couture that someone else had. Moogler worn. robot suit. That's what it is. M U G L E R. Yes. Yep. Uh what do you think, Anthony? You see this? No, I didn't see it until you uh brought this up. Yeah. Um it's wild. It's a wild outfit. Uh, I just this this when I first saw it, I went. I don't mind looking at it. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Celebrities are fucking weird. They're man. weird, but like yeah, celebrities are fucking well, the, weird. They, they it, live on another planet. They wanted to draw attention yeah, to Dune, and, and, and this is exactly what happened. This is called so. fantastic marketing. She's stunning. I mean, she's stunning in this fucking thing. My favorite picture is the one of her standing next to Timothy Chalamet, and he's just wearing like a sweater and a white shirt. <laughs> it's like completely normal clothes. There's this fucking robot standing next to him. Uh, a, a very attractive hey, robot. Listen, you gotta you gotta be have huge balls to wear that. Absolutely. No, she pulls yeah. it up. I was like, this is wild. And it is great. It's it, great publicity it's fit. for dude. Like this is just genius marketing. Good for them. I wonder I mean it's as sci-fi as it gets. Yeah. One of the most sci-fi outfits ever made. I wanna so. know whose idea this was. Apparently she's in this movie a lot more than the in the first one. And she's barely in that one. She's barely in a lot of people are barely in that one. So all those people are gonna get a chance to shine. You're gonna get Austin Butler and Christopher Walken and Florence Pugh. The cast is crazy. Uh I'm looking forward to this just a couple of weeks away. So very geek boner. Get your tickets now. Get your people. tickets now. The theaters are filling up. I'll tell you this. Okay, and with that, let's take a quick break. We're gonna play some promo and we're gonna talk about the most amazing, fantastic, hilarious comic book movie ever made all time right after this after these messages we'll be right back check out what's been going on with the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse i see the potential for basically like another netflix kind of paradigm shift where 
Here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. What's up, Jock and Nerd Nation? This is Logan at Mostly Superheroes, a podcast that was partly inspired by the Jock and Nerd podcast. We talk about a lot of the same stuff, MCU, DC Heavy, with other content that comes out of HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Netflix, and more. We're committing to doing something new every day in 2021, so come join the fun, check out the schedule. Find us at MostlySuperheroes.com and enjoy the rest of the show. And now, with an important message, Christopher Walken. You gotta join the Patreon. No one will know. It's for you, the people who listen to the show. You gotta do it. You're in grave danger. Trust me. No one will know. That's right. You heard Christopher Walken, listener. If you enjoy the show. That was the worst Christopher Walken because I was... Join us. I'm not drunk enough to do this. Join the Patreon. Join us now. Visit jockingnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockin' Nerd. And put in your credit card. It's safe. It's okay. <laughs> I'll come to your house. Uh, okay, enough of the walk-in. But for reals, you join the Patreon fan club. You give back. You help the show continue coming out every week. And you can enjoy things like a bonus RSS feed where the shows come out early, instant reactions to movies, bonus exclusive content just for our Patreon family. Uh, and you can join us in our monthly Discord hangout. Alert, alert. It's this week, everyone. Thursday, February 22nd. Join us. Speaking, speaking of instant reaction, did you get mine up there? I, I did. Know. I got them all. We got all three this time. They were all. Oh, yeah. All racist. three. They were, perfect. They were perfect. perfect. great and fun to listen to because this is a wild movie. Uh, lots of other fun stuff over on the Patreon, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Okay, let's get into it. It's webbing time, everyone. Or is it madaming time? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think it was ever webbing it's, time. Yeah. It, it never even got to webbing time. We're going to be reviewing Madam Web, dear listener. Here are your spoiler alerts. Before we get started... Does anyone want to get out? Prepare to be spoiled! Oh boy, this is the fourth film in uh, Sony's Spider-Man universe of a Spider-Manless universe, SSU. Of course, Madam Web, based on character in the Spider-Man comic book family, published published by Marvel Comics. Sure. First appearance, Amazing Spider-Man number 210, back in uh, November of 1980. Created by Denny O'Neill, John Romita Jr. Two great comic book creators. Uh, how did their creation fare all these years later? Well, this movie on Rotten Tomatoes, 13% currently. 
audience uh, reaction, 56%. Uh, this is lower than Morbius, which is uh, 15 Morbin time. That When it was Morbin time, it was a 15% tomato meter, 71 audience score. Webin time, you're looking at 13% tomato meter. Didn't uh, we take predictions last week? And I think I was right. We we I overbid. I know that. And I said it was I said it was gonna be under whatever you, you said. Sa- yeah, I said like thirties, I thought, yeah. and you said it was gonna be worse than Morbius. And you, yep. Anthony, were the big winner. Thank you. Uh thank you. This movie estimated budget of eighty to possibly a hundred million dollars. So not like the huge two hundred three dollar million movies we've been seeing, but still it's a lot of fucking money for what we saw. And currently at the box office this weekend, the six day Valentine's Day to President's Day opening weekend. It had six days. It makes fifteen million dollars. Really? Yes. Uh, over the, six days. Actually, sorry. That's just the weekend opening. The six day oh. is twenty about twenty five, twenty six yeah, million. Yeah, there you go. Still not great. Only no, adding not great. another twenty five overseas. It's sitting at like fifty one. Just $51 million worldwide after five days of release. Just think about that. Uh, to compare, uh, Morbius, the regular opening, opened for like at $39 million and actually finished. The regular, yeah. Yeah. Finishes with $167 million. Um, I doubt this movie's getting there. Anyways, that movie didn't make any money. No. I don't think that movie made any money either, but yeah, I, don't, I doubt that this is going to. I mean, this is already so low, and I think they spent closer to $100 million. It's really bad. Let's talk about the talent involved in the Madame Web. This one directed by S.J. Clarkson. Okay? This is her feature film debut. It's the first movie she's directed. She's done tons of television. All right? She's done episodes of Succession, The Defenders, Jessica Jones, Orange is the New Black, stuff like that. Tons of TV. First movie. She helped co-write the screenplay with Claire Parker and the writing team of Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. Those names may sound familiar. First of all, there's four fucking people writing this movie. It's a red flag. Yeah. Anthony, that team of Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless sounds familiar. What else have they wrote? Do you know? Oh, yeah. This was a uh, screen grab that someone shared with me that I felt like I had to share in, in, in the lead up to this movie. But they have written movies such as Dracula Untold. 25% Rotten Tomatoes. The Last Witch Hunter. 18% Rotten Tomatoes. Morbius. 15%. And Gods of Egypt. Oh, boy. It's a 14%. Okay. Okay. Uh, We got their pedigree there. Great. Uh, Anthony, tell us what happens in this PG-13. One hour and 57 minutes. It's almost two hours long. Madam Web movie. Oh, uh, this movie is set... In 2003, yeah, and is about the daughter of a lady who is murdered in the Amazon with her friend while studying spiders. Yeah. Uh, which is the line they don't say that line in the movie. Yeah, uh, as they they were looking for magical spiders or uh, mythic spiders, and um, this daughter is now living a normal life when she gets into an accident and it awakens some sort of power within her that her mother, her mother's expedition led her, uh, pointed her in the, or, or imbued her with these powers and she can see the future. And through seeing the future, she comes across three young girls, teenage girls that are going to be murdered 
by a man that was hanging out with her mother before she died <laughs> while studying Amazon. spiders in the Amazon. <laughs> and uh, she decides she's got to stop this man. And this is where we're at. This is the movie. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, tell me, how many people were in the theater when you saw this? You know what? I saw it on a Friday night, and uh, I, would, I would say don't ever go to a city movie theater on a Friday night no. because there was probably like, I would say the theater is probably half full. Okay. But it was a lot of high school kids oh. and, and grade school kids. And I think Friday night, I remember being out on Friday nights, and I think it was like their night to it's be out, the and they were just night. goofing around. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. It was, I would say it was about half full. All right. Well, which was kind of surprising. Rex, how was how your theater? About uh, 20 people in it, and I was sitting like a few seats down from. Uh, a kid that was maybe eight years old and the most annoying nonstop talking kid ah, no. with his grandmother. Oh, God. And I shushed him. Oh, like at least four times. Oh, oh, oh wow. Shush. Holy I shit. was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I, then I, like the fourth time I was like, this is Madam Webb. Why are you shushing? Like this movie's not even worth shushing. You're not missing anything. Yeah. But the kid was just annoying. Like I was already having a bad enough time watching this movie. Yeah. So uh, that just didn't help. All right. I had about like 15 people in the theater. I saw it on Thursday. Anyways, Anthony, movie ends. No yep. post credit scene. Nope. Uh, what was your instant reaction there? What were you feeling? What are you thinking? Um, <laughs> well, one, I mean, I was just extremely bored by the movie. I almost fell asleep a few times. So there's that. But I mean, my initial thought was I... I like they, I think the movie tried to win Razzies. Like I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like nothing is good. It's bad, a bad story, bad editing, bad plot, um, bad acting, bad lines. I mean, like I don't know if there's any redeeming quality in the movie. Like I, I, I honestly, when I watched the movie, I was like, well, this is really boring. And then when I thought about it, I was like. Did they intentionally try to make a bad movie? Did they intentionally try to one up Catwoman and Electra? Like yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. After watching this movie. Yeah. Uh it, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of the worst movies you'll ever see. Oh my god. They they and I think they try to make it. Like I don't we can dive into like yeah. what what you know the the house of cards that Sony's universe is built on, but it's one of the worst movies you'll ever see. Greg's opening thoughts. Well, I'm going to go a different route in how I'm going to critique this movie. So uh, I'm sure everyone saw uh, whoever watches Chris Stuckman. Oh, yeah, he, he was be, he was above uh, critiquing this movie because this is a failure of the studio. Did he, wait, I'm did, gonna, what was his video? Did he put out a video about how he doesn't want to talk about the movie? Talking about the movie? Yeah, he sort just of, doesn't yeah. want to talk about the director. It's not the director's fault or the or the actor's fault. This is all studio meddling. Okay. And I 100% agree that Sony doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, but I don't think anybody was helping this. No. I don't think everybody no. just like checked out of this movie. Like 100%. even the director was like, didn't want to direct this movie. Like nobody was doing anything correct. So um, and I say this with every comic book movie, but just fucking do what the comics do. <laughs> All right. You should right out the gate. You got Ezekiel. Who's a good guy as the bad guy. Yeah. Moreland should have been the bad guy yeah, here. Yeah. Because Ezekiel's the one who tells you the story of the spider totems and 
whatever. Like he could have been the guy that tells Madam Webb, okay, look, there's this fucking guy, Moreland. He's, they come out, the, these guys, they come out and they kill any spider people. We got, why is, why is Ezekiel, uh, you know, worried about, doesn't make any sense, uh, canonically. In this story, it doesn't even make sense. Why do they want to kill him? He sees the future because he's an asshole. Maybe, like, none of this makes sense. Like, this whole, like, Terminator 2 plot line, like, but there's it, no it, destiny it there. It even what? But it wasn't. They tried to make it Terminator 2, and it wasn't even close. But, like, there's a destiny there yes. with John Connor. Yeah. He's destined to be the guy who figures out how to stop the turn. Like, there's no... They just kill him for no apparent reason. You don't even know why. That would have been interesting to get. Like, anything that was interesting, they just completely avoided. And, well, yeah, they just pretty much... There was only one interesting thing in this whole movie. Which, and, which was? Which was that her mother went to the Amazon to save her daughter. That, so that was the probably the most that's the only and emotional part of the movie. Where that's she gets the, the only hug. redeeming thing yes. you did in this movie yes. that was like at least somewhat. She was the only one that wasn't an asshole. A good story point. <laughs> the whole movie is too strong. Okay. Everything yeah. else was horrible. Like um, the way you introduced Uncle Ben in there. He sucks. Like <laughs> Like every character sucks. They, they come before Spider-Man. All of these Spider-Girls come before. There's a whole. So Spider-Man's not even born yet. And you have uh, just Spider-Peruvians. You have Spider. You have Spider-Girls. You have all kinds of stuff happening way before Peter Parker was even born. It just makes no sense. It's stupid. I didn't even go over the cast here real quick before. I'm going to give you my thoughts. But course we have dakota johnson in the lead as cassandra webb sydney sweeney as julia isabel merced as anya corzon celeste o'connor as maddie franklin you don't even really get to meet these girls tahir rahim playing ezekiel sims mike epps in there as their buddy o'neill emma roberts as mary parker adam scott as ben parker yes that's ben and his sister-in-law mary parker uh, and then a girl that's in a chair that's looking at computer screens and giving him updates. It's crazy that uh, Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney, oh yes, and I think so. And she's, playing, she's playing a nerd that's like completely buttoned up. Yes, so and I think she was confused as to. I think everyone was confused as to what movie they were signing up for. So when this ended, I was just really fucking confused. It is a what the fuck happened contender because I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? How like you, Anthony? I was like, how. How did this even get made? And then the more I thought about it, it's it's horrible, right? Bad line delivery. It doesn't work on any level. Barely any so, action. Like, so like the story doesn't work. Yes. The directing doesn't work. Yes. The acting doesn't work. Yeah. Like nobody's acting properly. No. Nothing's happening that makes any sense. It's not entertaining. It's no. boring. But yep. you know, so, like I, nothing's working. I will argue this one thing. The more I thought about it, the more hilarious this movie is to me there is an element of camp because like you anthony i was like some of these motherfuckers had to be intentionally trying to be this dry and lifeless there is this has this could go on to be a cult camp movie where you sit around drunk you watch it you do all the lines uh as they happen like a rocky horror picture show and if you think about what happens like the room yes yes it could be it's fucking hilarious i mean sahar rahim's the line delivery first of all yes And every time his head is turned, it's clearly not matching up to his lips. They must have replaced all of his fucking dialogue. Didn't even bother to try to sync it up. Hilarious. Right. Come on. Not only that, but like 
they re- they ADR him, and I'm not quoting any line. I'm just gonna make just gonna kind of say what like how he's delivering his lines. It's like I am paying you a lot of money. Yes, you have to go and find them, or else I will die in the future. Please kill them. Find them now. I am paying you. Like and it's like and he's like walking around like he's in hilarious. a circle, like like the, the line delivery. I don't know what happened there. I don't. Yeah, I mean, there's clear clearly shots of him like either behind his back yeah. or like his lips moving and the ADR like what not, just happened I was, I was I'm sitting there I'm like what am I what is happening what is happening right now and it was exactly like what the fuck is happening this shit don't match up why is he delivering the and then why do they have him in a room reading the lines like that and it's is that his own voice or is there someone else see, doing his I don't voice? know if it's maybe his delivery was bad and you couldn't understand it and they dubbed it over but it sounds different like in the mix it's clearly like there's no room tone it sounds different than the voices the other voices in a scene so i'm or they just needed to change the story and this was the fucking clunkiest way they could do it but apparently the story was like in the 90s at first and then they were doing this terminator thing and then they realized oh they were gonna there was gonna be this tie to like one of the spider-men like i think andrew garfield and they realized oh fuck it's in the 90s this doesn't make any goddamn sense he's gonna be too old if we do it like this then they had to like rework the plot or some shit it's so I don't know. stupid that it, it being said in 2003 adds nothing at all no. uh it, no. it doesn't make any sense but uh oh my god i have so many questions they should have just taken out the spider-man part the peter parker part in the uncle ben stuff they cannot say the words peter parker so that's why it's hilarious that they're playing at the baby shower Let's name the baby. And before she's about to tell him, a balloon pops. And then the baby's born and they don't name it. But I was like, fucking Peter Parker just got born in this movie. What the fuck? What is happening? That's Peter Parker. Well, th- there was also a line where um, Ben is like something along the lines of, I love being an uncle because you get all oh. the benefits and none of the responsibility. <laughs> yes. And Cassie's and then, like, oh, yeah, Cassie likes Riley smiles because. Like- she can see in his fucking future that he's going to die. But then doesn't that mean she would save him from dying right. and then he wouldn't die? He wouldn't have an Uncle Ben moment? What the fuck is yeah. happening? Oh, yeah. my God. The fact that they're best friends just like this makes what is going All on. All of the here. fun and none of the. Oh, my God. There's so many bad lines. But- I mean, there, there's I'll, I'll let you ask the question, but there, it's this all goes back to the fact that Sony is built uh, building a universe around spider-man but cannot use spider-man it's just it's just the most absurd thing ever yeah and at least with venom even though venom is like super tied to spider-man so even that i think is like bullshit that it's built that they made those movies but at least venom has enough cachet that people know venom and they can like there's people out there that probably don't even know venom's tied to spider-man right right right? because they just like love venom yeah Yeah. but like you're doing these spin-offs with like anti-hero type shit yeah but you're what you it's a spinoff. You have to spin off of something. <laughs> it doesn't mean doesn't mean that it has to be bad, Anthony. It doesn't mean that it has to be terrible. Like you can do it in a way that's good, but they don't they choose not to do it. Oh yeah. No, they choose there, to do it in the, the worst there. way possible. The, I mean this I'm like, what is the worst way you can write it? That's exactly what they did. They, oh yeah. They did it 
in a terrible way. There's no need for this movie. I, I see what they were trying to do. Like They're like, let's make a grounded movie with a female lead to get the women. But guess what? Women don't go to see these fucking movies. Nobody knows who Madam Webb is to begin well, with. This movie makes the Marvels a fucking masterpiece. Oh, yeah. No, there's nothing. The Marvels, comparatively, is like Schindler's List. Oh, like, absolutely. It's Oppenheimer. They, they um, I mean, this is really what... I, I think the level of incompetency at Sony is, is Why? insane. Because... You've got Venoms, you have Morbius, and then you have this. But it was literally like they went, "Well, we need a fe- we need a female led movie with a lot of female superman superheroes, yeah. Spider Woman." And then what do they do? Um, who we got? We got Madam Web. She's yeah. like old in the comics. Well, let's like age her down, and we can do like this whole web thing where she's tied to Peter, and that's it. And then we can just do that. And they're just like, okay, cool. And, and we'll tease Make costumes that. in the trailer, but they're never going to get their powers. So we save money in the long run. Oh, yeah. See, I mean, yeah. yeah they, number one, they should never have said it in the past. No. No. That doesn't. Makes no sense. That, it could have been in the present. They should have. They should have. Uh, they wanted to cast a young woman. That's the problem with Madam Webb. So, like, all of this stuff was, like, done out of whatever they wanted to do and not what was what the character was. So like the way you would do this is that you'd have this woman who somehow uh, knows these other women that are spider people. Right. And then Morlin shows up where Morlin is coming and Ezekiel comes and warns her, listen, there's this guy from the in- these inheritors or whatever. They kill spider people. And I've been h- hiding from them my whole life. And blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I've been seeing visions. Cool. Like, tell me what to do. And then you're off and running. And, you know, you don't have to have Spider-Man involved at all. Like, you yeah. you know, that's it. And like, there's no, there's nothing. And then you can find out some, whatever you want to find out from there. Because the fact that there's Moreland and Ezekiel and you don't know who Ezekiel is and wh- what he is, you could open up that whole multiverse. So they just chose because they wanted to cast this these young girls Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to age up Madame Web. They didn't want to do any of that. They just did it this way. They did should never have made a Madame Web movie. No, they should, may, maybe could have made a Julia Carpenter or an Aranya movie or, or Black anybody Cat. else. Yeah, but this was terrible. This was just it, it was ill conceived, and they did it in the worst way. You could tell that they're making decisions based on whatever they want. It should have started in the present with a Madam Web, and she introduces these three girls, and they get their powers, and now you have spider people well, to use. Well, what the thing is, the problem, like, it's just so ass backwards, right? So, like, one of the draws of the movie from the marketing is these the various spider women, yep. right? So, like, okay, it's ass backwards that there even are spider women before Spider Man, but fine, let's just play that out. But instead of going for that, they went. No, this is in the past, and everything you're going to see with the Spider Women has not happened yet. <laughs> it's only a tease. Yes, the best action are the premonitions that you're going to get that actually did not happen. Because you know why we know that didn't happen? Because uh, Dakota Johnson, one of her great lines is, "The best thing about the future is it didn't happen." <laughs> is it really? Is it really Dakota? Is that the <laughs> well, best? That's thing? the best thing about it's the fucking future. Great line. It hasn't happened. Oh, no, it's not that it didn't happen. It's, it hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't happened. happened. But she, she delivers it like this. Yes. The best thing about the future is it hasn't happened. <laughs> so like what? See, this, so, anyways, but yeah, so we can go into some of her lines later. But yeah, like, it's just 
they they decided to like make everything bad. I think like, they wanted Eze- to make it I think bad. They did this Ezekiel doesn't wear a spider costume in the comics. Right. They right. put him in a spider costume, so there's a spider person in there that's not Spider Man, but looks like Spider Man. Evil Spider Man. Oh, the 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 right right in the beginning when he shoots everybody. Yes, and then the spider people from Peru jump out. That's I literally hilarious. audibly went. I literally went. Oh, <laughs> come on! How is that not funny? Spider people just come down from the forest. That's terrible. And say, take her to us. And, and, and a the, 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 the like the, the way they animate them, like just jumping yes. everywhere. Yes, like watching Twilight. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like Twilight <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so yeah, she dies. It was literally childbirth. like they looked at early two thousands yes. bad movies and went, "That's let's the look. do that." Yeah, that's what we <laughs> want to do. And then if you think about that, when there is a Spider Man, when he makes his costume, is he culturally misappropriating Peruvian culture now? Is he just gonna be an asshole and steal their shit and well, get what, called what out? What motivates on him? him? No, I don't know. Nothing. Probably it's just like maniacal power. But like even. We don't even know if he likes power. Oh, Ezekiel? Oh, I have lots yeah. of questions about Ezekiel. Why did he want that spider? What are his powers exactly? What has he been doing for those 30 years in between? Why is he rich? Where did all this money come from? Where did that costume come from? Right. What the fuck, or how, Ezekiel? How about unanswerable questions? How about this like untouched tribe in Peru? They adopt Cass, Cass, what's her name? Cassidy? Yes, Cassie, Cassandra, Cassandra Webb. And so she's Webb. born in this she's cave born there. in Peru, right? How does she get home? Yes, 30 <laughs> years later, she's in the fucking Queens as a paramedic. They just throw her in an orphanage <laughs> like Annie. How did they get yeah. her to the U.S. Embassy? How did they get her back to fucking America? And then, like, later on, she wants to save the kids, right? She saves them. She's like, you guys are in danger. And they're like, what kind of danger? And she's like, that <laughs> and she like points at the guy fucking crawling on the ceiling ceiling guy yeah which is the spider-man but like yeah. she wants to save them but then she like leaves them for a few hours in the forest oh my god while they're in the forest they go to a diner Dance they decide to start dancing on tables That's, at the I'm diner like, why this would they do that, that <laughs> does, this? nobody does that i've been wanting that to happen my whole life this right? is, Never happened. it's hilarious it's so <laughs> funny dan- she saves them they, ba- again right yes. and then she's like I can't leave you. I see the future. I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you with Ben Parker. And she fucks and off the, to Peru. And he doesn't give a well, fuck about what the girls if they're well, safe. Not only that, like, at this point, she's a wanted criminal. She's, yes. And she's able to, like, charter a jet to Peru and, like, find where she used to live based yeah, on Yeah, no one pictures. knows where she's at because the cameras don't work <laughs> Yo, in the she airport. She stole yeah. a taxi and an ambulance, and the cops never fucking found her at but, all. But she's she's just just has, she just has the money to, like, jet herself over to Peru. And, like, look, we're supposed to take all of this bullshit. And then she finds the exact spot where the fucking tribe is somehow from and photos. The, and the guy's just waiting for He's her. He's just waiting for I was waiting for you to come back. And then he like... It just, it, it, they portrayed it as an untouched tribe, but then he's like wearing like flannel. He's wearing regular Yeah, he clothes. went to Banana Republic. Yeah, yeah he's like... Yeah, he's like <laughs> he went with the Hollister and came back. And then not only that, she's like, she doesn't really want to help the girls because she's like, I'm, I'm going to take you back to your parents. I don't want to deal with this. You're a fucking EMT paramedic. Your job is to help people. And she's just an asshole. She's like, I'm going to... Why does she even hate her mom? Oh, uh, who, Cassie? Yeah. That's the whole thing is like, oh, she didn't I've know hated my mom all this life. She didn't know that her she mom was dead because she, because <laughs> she's dead. Yeah, because she because you, she's your pregnant. mom died in childbirth. Yeah, all you need to know is if if you would you hate your mom if your mom gave birth dying for you? 
But, well, but, but what, she, what's the reason for why she would hate her? She was mad because she went to the she Amazon didn't know. while she was pregnant. She didn't, know. she didn't know. She thought that the reason that she died was because she was not so, in a hospital pro- in the proper but not place. Not only did the Peruvian spider people bring her back to America, like she has all the research somehow that was over there. Like who the fuck? Yeah. Where the fuck did this come from? Well, Ugh. she does. She does say, "I hope the spiders were worth it, Mom." <laughs> yes. <laughs> The, most, the, best. the thing is, Dakota Johnson is like that's her line delivery in like almost everything she does. And I, she's a nepo baby. And I think she's, that's what she, she's, what does she's that mean? A, it means she got her job because of who she's related. Oh, to. nepotism, yeah, nepotism. Yeah, yeah. But I think she does that on purpose to make people hate her, and then they unintentionally like. It's like so uh, fucking weird. I think it's her thing. But it does not work for this movie. And I think you can tell from her interviews, either she's doing the same line delivery or she really just does not give a shit about this movie. Well, she did. It, yeah. it shows. She did say that the the script initially was way different than the shooting script when it came to shoot the movie. Changed a lot. She couldn't name any of the Marvel Spider-Man movies. But I all, all of this, I think, is a work. Like, she's just she's trolling everybody. Stop well, giving people like credit like they're not no <laughs> no I don't think she's fair. a nepo baby yes she's yeah she she's fine she's like whatever she's been in movies she's now like a celebrity she did not she could have elevated this a little bit no. more than it, it was and she did not like you could see her get, act in that scene with her mom and that's about it like the rest of it adam scott was the only one that was like just like happy agree. to be in a movie and he they, D- dakota johnson if it wasn't for tahar rahim yeah Dakota Johnson, it would have been an all-time bad performance. Like the only reason is she's not like the main one is because Tahar Rahim also gives an all-time bad. (laughs) Yeah, because he was so bad that it like overshadows that that she wasn't even she was just phoning it in. Yeah, yeah. completely phoning it in. I mean, at one point she goes, um, like the lines she has, but like the lines are one thing. The lines are awful. She has shit to work with. Yeah, but it's like her such like nonchalant delivery of everything but it's like i'm here to save you the (laughs) fact that the director doesn't get any shrapnel for this like your job as a director is to try and get a usable take 100 percent. yeah the director gets needs to be shit on too i mean but like the thing is it's like you can't be an asshole director anymore right like no james cameron would have fucking made you say that line a thousand times and beat you up and whatever until you said it right slapped you in the face they, you know, until you got the line right, so we can sit there and you know enjoy the movie. Yeah. But like now, like they're just like, ah, I guess that's. Uh, are you happy with that, Dakota Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I guess we're moving, moving on. on. Like, I mean, yeah. even like some of the camera work was very just disjointed. It's horrible. Using and the editing is really bad. And there are times where you're like, what the fuck's even going on? I'm not sure. How- Listen, I mean, this that- all built this this whole fucking shit show builds. So Dakota Johnson could take him to a factory that she knows is is going to explode. Yeah, let's talk about the ending. And then nothing of that even happens. Like he doesn't get stuck in the explosion that he dies because he gets hit with a letter. He gets killed by a sign. Well, I'm pretty sure they wanted to. When I was watching that scene, I went, 
Did they look at the ending of Highlander and go, <laughs> we want to recreate the sword fight, yeah. but make it not cool on a roof with a with neon sign? Yeah, if you can't even be as cool as Highlander, <laughs> you got a problem. Wait, but just backing up a little bit before that, she hits this dude with a car twice, right? Once with the taxi. Twice, yes. But the second time, she's driving the ambulance, and somehow she's like on the third floor in a garage and drives through a billboard. How did she know there was a billboard and where he was? And she just brought like I was like, what the fuck? She where could this, tell the future. Where did this ambulance come from? It's just flying out of the second story out of the billboard. So she hits him with multiple cars, but a letter will hit it. Will kill yeah, her. A yeah. sign, it's got neon glassing. That's what well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, even before that, like, why does Ben Parker even need to take the girls with him to the hospital? <laughs> I don't know. Leave him there. man. Leave Peter there. Parker's being born. You don't, you don't need these random three women. But yeah, I mean, just the structure of that last scene where, or the last battle it's like we're not going to have action because her powers actually prevent the action like yes. she's literally like it's literally like oh i see stop look at this cool turn thing. left yeah stop turn right oh nope i got it <laughs> duck and it's just like and then like the whole the whole like build up of like what her power really is is just like oh she gets to like multiply herself yeah she can send out like a astral but then i didn't form. even understand in the in the peru scene like what are the logistics of like her talking to her mother yeah that i don't i, I don't know how <laughs> she interacted with a memory in the past she's connected to how, the like web. even if she can go to the past how can her mother interact with her yeah and see she's her dead. I, something to do with the master weaver which they didn't get into no. at all yeah. it's either. the web of life anthony that's all it's the web of life so, I mean, even like the before we like even the the logist the, the like the physics of the powers or what we're seeing on screen. So, like when she's seeing these random things happen. Yes. What is really happening to her in that time? Like, is she frozen or her eyes rolling back? Like, what's happening? Uh, we have no idea. Good question. Like what how the how this is actually playing out for someone that's seeing her in real life. You, you get no idea uh, yeah. is she having of like a how seizure? the logistics of this thing well, works. Well, in the comic books, Madam Web can see the future and open doors into other timelines, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Spider-Man can pass through them. I don't know how this is it's not used properly here. It's just what are they need her to do to make the story happen? Yeah. Right. Yes. They just like, they could have they could have they could have put her powers on rails and gave her some rules to work work with no, they like that care. she can she could see into the future, into a possible future, and she could also travel, maybe at project herself or project somebody into that future for whatever, or into a, t a different timeline. Like that would have been useful, but they don't do that. They just made it so I don't know. She a could jarring be a, like thing. Yeah, I, it's, it, it's not done well at all. It's like a Final Destination type thing. Yeah, a little bit. I d I don't really know. And then <laughs> this is great. Uh, she can see into the fucking future, right, to save herself. Yeah, she but can't see into the future to avoid having a fucking firework in her in the face. Yes, you didn't and see that shit her. coming. <laughs> you didn't see that shit coming. So look, she could have she could have avoided all that shit. That's what I was going to get to all the time. But then she could have just turned her head. Yeah, but yeah. she can't turn her fucking head. So first of all, <laughs> in that whole scene, like a firework busts a hole through a brick wall so they can escape. Does that? Oh, that, yeah. Does that happen? Yeah, that is terrible. I don't know if that happens. She said, right. She sends her astral self out to save the girls, whatever. The side falls. She's in the water. This shit happens so quickly. She's in the yeah. water. You see a firework. 
The next thing you see, Cassie is blind in the hospital. And I literally was like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Why is she blind now? I didn't even see the fucking firework hit her in the face. Not only is she blind, I think she's paralyzed. She's paralyzed (laughs) in the wheelchair, but she finds out Peter Parker was born. But you can't say Peter Parker. And now she's got cool shades and she can see the web of life. And you get another 10 second shot of these promised costumes that you're never going to see. So it's like a prequel to a movie that you really want, but it's so never going like, to happen. There's, like a, there's a little bit of a bait and switch because in the trailer you see all these spider supposed girls. supposed to be Spider-Woman, Spider-Girl, and Aranya are the characters from the comics. Nope. But, you don't but get them. Here, here's the flaw. Like, I mean, there's so many flaws, but like, you have her best friends with Ben Parker. Yeah. So that means... Wouldn't she try to save Ben she, Parker? She's going to see him. To, unless she's like, oh, this is Unless fake. they kill her. Or she's like, this is supposed to happen for this. But to they happen. don't even introduce that idea. No, yeah. right. no, no. That there's things that she can't, she can't change. Yeah. Like there, if anybody worth their salt is writing a movie about somebody who can see into the future, you would think about a lot of these things a lot more. It just, this smacks of studio. We need to get spider girls, spider costumes. Let's get. Some like look, it works. Like I was like a little bit excited to see uh attractive women in Spider-Man costumes and spider costumes or or whatever, just a bunch of attractive women in a movie together. You know, that's cool. But uh they didn't do anything with that besides having dance on a table for no apparent reason. And and even that was like so jarringly <laughs> like yeah, it wasn't even earned no. that I was like, no, we don't this is not like, what is this, showgirls? Like, what the fuck are we watching? Yeah, at least showgirls is so bad, it's good. These girls all clearly aren't teenagers also. They look no. way too old for all these parts. But, again, unintentional hilarity. Like, how funny is it that he bangs that woman from the NSA, and then he's sitting there telling her, oh, I had a dream about three spider women. They're going to kill me. I'm going to kill them first. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. We don't do Who does that? There's so much funny shit in this movie. I'm pretty sure one of the girls says, you wouldn't like me when I'm hangry. Oh, she does say that. That's horrible. (laughs) Which which I'm pretty sure in the early 2000s, no one was saying hangry. How many times did they have to say, now you're showing off? Oh, now you're showing off. They said that like four times. Yeah, I think I'm showing off. Sydney Sweet, or sorry, Dakota Johnson, Cassandra to Ben Parker goes, uh, where he's like, I love being back in Queens. And he goes, what, you've never been shot at in Queens, which is kind of a dark joke if you think about it. Oh, my God. And well, then, what about uh, what about the line where uh, she's doing all this research into her mom, what her mom's been doing? And she goes, one second, cat. Yes. How about as, she- if, as if the cat doesn't have a fucking name? <laughs> well, that, oh, I want to talk about that. That whole scene, she is giving exposition to a cat, right? <laughs> she's talking to a she's cat. She's just talking to a cat and she's telling him. And then. The whole part where she's like, oh, he can climb the walls. Maybe she I start, can climb the, wall. climbing the walls. Why? <laughs> Why do you think you can also climb the walls? And it's funny how they do it. And she slides down. I fucking um, laugh. My that ass was off. the only like real laugh. It that was the movie so had. ridiculous. But, but it I'm, makes her stupid. Yes. Why did yeah. you do? Why do you think you can well, climb walls? There was there was one where I think she's getting um, sees the doctor about her visions. Right. Yes. And the doctor like diagnoses her and goes. Get some rest. Watch old movies. <laughs> and then she, she starts watching she old starts watching. movies. Have you ever had a doctor tell you she to was, watch old she movies? Specifically old she, movies. A Christmas, watch some porn. Wasn't she watching yeah. a Christmas Carol? I was like, why? It's the middle of summer. Why are you watching a Christmas Carol? What the fuck is going because on Because it's here? old, Imran. It, it, it's, it's like, it's like they wrote 
It's like, yes, these are all sentences that yes. you can put sense. these words together, but there's no human in the world that's going to say these Nobody words together. I love like even the, the, when you go back to the original trailer line where yeah. it's like the line's not in the movie. The, it's not in the movie, but it's like my she he was with my mom in the Amazon. Okay, that's all good. That that makes sense. Yeah. Before she died. Oh, okay. <laughs> While studying spiders. Oh my god! You it's like you one. take like three different <laughs> ideas and you throw them. Like that's what this movie is with the line delivery, the yeah. line yeah. writing. It's like let's just put, let's just pick like thirty-five words from the dictionary and put them together. And let's see what that's it is what, like, like. What comes? What, what what can we come up with with this? It's like Chat GPT wrote some of the fucking dialogue. I think Chat GPT would do better, probably. <laughs> they, uh, and then they tweak that line where the tribe guy goes, "When you take on the responsibility, great power oh. will come." And they fucking shoehorn that shit in. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hilarious! Hilarious! So uh, it, it will be one of those movies in about five years that they're throwing on at midnight. I'm People telling you, spoons at the give this thing. time. This is a camp, hilarious, campy fucking look. Country. It was too boring to be something that you're going to watch over and over again. And so, yeah, I, I, was I way did find too it tedious. very boring. Yeah, but I, I think if, I think if you dive into like you like try to figure out the lines that are said, you'll you might be like, oh, my God, this bear, like, what yeah. happened with these lines? <laughs> because all the dialogue is just the characters telling you what happened, what's going to happen, how they feel about what happened. Yeah. And that's and what they're going to do. You know next. what? And, and if you do oh, that, this. sure, it's bad. But like, at least it makes gives you the story. You could follow the story. And the, if the story is followable, it's not that bad. But this story is it's bad. D- it, even though they're trying their best to like dump all this exposition of what's happening, it doesn't make anything any better. It doesn't make anything more understandable. It doesn't make anything uh, worth knowing. So you're like, oh, gives a shit. Like well, every time you hear something, you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Why did you say that? That's so dumb. No one would say it's, that. It's not even like a story. It's just like things happening. And the whole time I was like, where is this going? I was like, all the, about the, the, the movie doesn't the ex- know the extremely awkward CPR scene. Oh, my God. With this, she Luckily, she taught him CPR. <laughs> she teaches like, the three of them and it just like lasts way too long. And it like, maybe this is just my dirty ass mind, but it looks like when they shoot it from the back that they're <laughs> simulating oral sex. Oh, my God. All the CPR was kind of awkward. Oh, and the guy rolls by and she's like, and when after an accident and she's like, check his abdomen. Like, how do you know he's got abdominal just from looking at him <laughs> from like six feet away? You didn't, you didn't have a vision. Do, do you guys remember um, the Mystique, Mystique song Scandalous? No. Here, I'll put it in our chat. There's a Prince song called Scandalous. But this is played in this movie, and I'm oh. going to have a point on this. Well, they had a lot of 2,000 drops. Well, but but this is played in this movie, uh-huh. if you listen to that song, Mystique uh-huh. Scandalous. Uh-huh. Like, one night. Like, it's like, like a, one of the scenes where I think they're jumped going to the diner. Okay. That same song yeah. is in Catwoman. Oh! <laughs> and I See? immediately was like, they're doing why this are they doing that? They're doing why this are they? Why? Why are they doing this? This is all on purpose. Wasn't Toxic in there yes, too? Britney Spears is when they were dancing the movie, yeah. on the table. Yeah, uh, I was just like, "What?" And I'll, I'll uh, link the scene where it's in Catwoman. Oh but I was my like, god! Oh my god! See, I think they're doing this, doing this uh, uh, on purpose. They're going to do this on purpose. Uh, also, originally, Sydney Sweeney in that article from 2022 thought she was in an MCU movie. I think she thought she was going to be an MCU movie. To Rugboy's point, I like. 
I I also saw Chris Stuckman's video and yeah. like I think he, I think he was like the, like I think he like this movie made him question the state of everything. Oh, so God. depressed. Um, but uh, I don't think it's just studio. Like yes, the studio was awful. I think the studio. It's clear Sony doesn't know anything. But I'm just like flabbergasted that the level of incompetence from like the fucking gaffer to like yes. to, like like I think everyone was incompetent. Like no one no one stood up and and was like, wait a minute, what are we doing here? I think there's a boom mic in one shot. Somebody pointed out. I mean, <laughs> shot. yeah, but like, I mean, how, how is it that, how is this how, like, yeah, the, the only guy that was any good was the guy playing Ben Parker, Adam Scott from Adam Scott. Uh, Parks and Rec like, and stuff. You, you cast Adam Scott as a, like, he's a funny guy. Yeah. And he's like, has nothing funny to you do. You give this him movie. shit all to do. <laughs> how did this get made? Like, how did it pass several executives and people and checkers and whatever? And they're all like, oh, this, yeah, this is good. Let's do this. It's fine. What? The only thing I can think of is like they were too far along, and once they realized it was shit, they're like, "It's just, it's like no one wants well, to do anything." I'm I'm gonna say this at the Seriously. risk of being an asshole, but someone has to care about what's happening. That's clear. All right, so like if the director doesn't care about Madam Web and who that character is, and or, or Spider Man and the Spider Verse and comic books and and all of the the material. A producer should care. Uh, maybe the actor who's in it should care. Someone should care about what they're doing so they can at least interject some of that into the movie. That it is because, you know, if, if you love the character, like if you're a person who's in a movie and you love the character, you're going to fight for that character. You're going to be, like, no, no, I don't think Peter Parker would say this. I think he would do this, you know, and at that moment, you might make a decision that makes that movie better, a little bit better. And where if the director like cares about the character, like nobody cares about anything yeah, that they're doing. Checked out. They just checked nobody, out. Nobody, nobody, like the only person that actually, and this is like, uh, maybe a little, is the person who designed some of the costumes, like made it somewhat reckon you can recognize well, them. But she mm-hmm. felt, they feel like shit too. They were probably like, Oh, this is my big break. <laughs> and then they show it for all of like 60 seconds. Like, the, yeah. What the they're fuck? barely in it. So I don't know. I just don't. Nobody cared about this movie. Nobody cared. Yeah. I didn't care watching it. It was uh, laborious. I, people kept on getting up throughout, like ah. leaving and coming back, yeah. like taking big breaks. Like I, I guess I'll refill my popcorn uh, now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good thing they got. Free no one refills. was riveted. Like there, there was no one like riveted to the to their seats. Like like uh, it was just. I was. I thought about it forty minutes in. I was like. Oh, if I didn't have to watch this I would the podcast, I would leave. This is what I would get up right I didn't now. stay. As soon as the credits were, I was gone. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look <laughs> for a fucking, I didn't care. It was, I was like, you wasted my time enough with this bullshit. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I haven't seen a movie where, look, when you have a company like Sony, like bad movies happen for but all different reasons, made, right? They've also made the best Spider-Man movies. This is yes. what confuses me. How is this Sony possible? made the Spider-Verse movies yes. and Spider-Man the, 1, the, 2, the Tobey Maguire yeah. movie and yes, they made the one with Jamie Foxx, but still that's but, where but they started you still going had down. Andrew Garfield and Emma, yeah. Emma Stone really acting. The first one well amazing was um, was good. Right. Like like there's people that clearly gave a fuck in parts of those movies. And Sony has made many other movies that have nothing to do with Spider-Man. They're high-quality films. So this studio, I don't know how much it was 
costs. I, I heard it was a hundred million. So I heard it was eighty million. Whatever it was, it it had star power and plenty of big names in it. It had everything going for it. There is no excuse for it to be this bad. There is none. Like no. it's just, it's just corporate. And this is how it's getting more and more corporate as we see these companies are are just push, shitting these st- things out. And as much as we need it now, we need a Peter Jackson and we need like a Sam Raimi. We need someone who fucking loves this shit and wants to be a part of it. And I, I know we've said, oh, you don't have to be a fan, but someone has to care. Right. Someone has to care about it to do it. Any, yeah, I don't even know, like... I just don't get like Sony. They just make like they're they're making these films to make a shared universe, but like, is it rights issues that they want to keep uh, these Spider-Man well, yeah, a little characters? Bit, I mean, yeah, alive. some of it's rights, but like, yeah, I, yeah, it literally Rug Boy couldn't have said it better. It literally no one cared. It's unnecessary. No one, no, no one, everyone was just checking a box with this film. It's uh, it's amazing uh, how fucking yeah. I don't I don't understand <laughs> how this could happen. Uh, all right. Look, with that, let's rate it, rank it. I want to know how bad is it the worst? Is it the worst of these Sony movies? I would watch Morbius ten is times it over Catwoman this movie. Bad is it the room bad? Really, Rugs? Let's start with you. Yeah, you think it's worse than Morbius? This is the bottom. Morbius was a little bit more on target. He was a fucking vampire. He wanted to be good. He was struggling with this fucking. It was it was Morbius like. It was like I would say sixty. 60, 65% Morbius. That's true. All right. Venom was like 60, 60% Venom. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Well, as much as you could do without Spider Man there, this was like 30% Madam Web. But it, I mean, but isn't it more memorable than Morbius? You're going to remember all this shit, how bad it was. But I had more fun in the theater with, with Morbius. Morbius. It was more, okay. yes, it was more fun. Okay. What number? It was still, yeah. it was still bad. Yeah. It was, it was bad, but like, it still was more fun. It was more of a cohesive film than this. Fuck, yeah. There wasn't a guy. The bad guy was the bad guy that made sense. Well, so at least you had Matt Smith acting all fucking wacky. That was entertaining, right? In, uh, he was an evil this. vampire. Yeah. We understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's like that make that movie makes a lot more sense than this movie. <laughs> I think this movie is de- deplorable. Uh, what, no. It is deplorable. But give me a number. It's like a four. Okay. Anthony. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Sony, Sony Spider-Man universe is, is really bad. Yeah. Um, Venom was had its moments. Let there be carnage. Isn't good. Morbius is not good. Um, but this one takes a cake. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is, I'm with rugs. I, I think Morbius is a way better film than this. Um, the problem it's funny talking about like all the bad shit but like morbius sucks don't get me wrong and there's a lot of bad movies but like this is one of the first films where i went did they intentionally try to make like i know they didn't intentionally but it seems like they intentionally went for razzies yeah like and the the worst part about it and i said this in my initial reaction i i'm having a lot of fun talking about it now yeah but when i first saw the movie i went what sucks about this movie is it's like it's not even like a big swing and a miss it's just boring. It's just like I almost fart. fell asleep during the movie, and like they, it's so unengaging throughout the entire movie. Like that's the worst thing. Um, 
yeah, it's a horrible movie. It's one of the all-time worst superhero movies you'll get. It's one of the probably one of the all-time worst movies ever. Um, I'm more harsh. I, it's a one out of ten. If one I could give it a zero, I would give it well, a zero. So up against like a Catwoman, what would it's you up do? There. What would you give it? I mean, you know, I haven't seen Catwoman in a bit, but yeah. like when we're talking about like best movies, always the origin is the the original is like what should be best or a lot of times like sometimes people think it's best yeah um when you're talking about worst movies i mean this is a movie made 20 years after catwoman and they looked at catwoman and went that's the look that's a good we point. want <laughs> that's so a good point. i think there's it's more unforgivable when yeah. you make a worse movie now uh, like they're tr- they tried to copy the early 2000s. I don't even know well, what yeah, that's what their, funny. the it's, reasoning is for this. Not only did they set it in 2003, they made it like a shitty super 2003 yeah. superhero movie. Literally, they went literal with it. It what uh, it came I mean, out this, when Daredevil this was like came a bygone era when you were just like, we have a superhero. Yeah, we don't really know what that superhero does, but it doesn't matter because we'll just do what we want with it. Yeah, it was. Just, I mean, yeah, it's one. I, I, I it's. it's <laughs> It's a one. I'm going to give it, look, it's a bad movie. I'm giving it a four out of ten. However, compared to Morbius, yes, Morbius was character accurate. Matt Smith is fun to watch. Uh, But it's so dark and serious. I feel like this really, like Catwoman, has a level of camp that after a few years and a bunch of drinks, (laughs) you could watch this. Like, I could see teenage girls having sleepovers watching this stupid, silly fucking movie. No one will ever watch this again. I don't know. I don't know. It could become a cult fucking camp classic. Only a person that wants to smell their own farts yeah. and feel like that they've seen some diamond in the rough or right. see past all of or want to champion like white knight this I'm film. I guarantee in like, like 10 years that's going to happen. Apologists. People are going to be like, this is not that bad. I mean, look back, a retrospective. I, I do but it's think hilarious. Morbius is better, but I think this will be a film that like because it's so bad, people will like put it up and just be like what happened here? it is a movie that makes me want I, I can't recommend somebody go see this in the theater but i do want to tell people you need as soon as it hits streaming you need to watch this to see how bad it is it's fucking hilariously bad so it, i i didn't i wouldn't say that about morbius i'd be like ah skip it but this one i'm kind of like you kind of gotta watch this to see I how see fucked up this is right it's like i, it's had, I had the same comment with my friends because they were like is it worth watching and i went <gasps> no but if you want to see how bad movie making yes. can get, this is your film to watch. It is unbelievable the things, the decisions, the things that happen. You're just like, what? Am I really seeing this? Oh, my God. It's wild. So, But I re- I don't know. At the time, I wasn't entertained. But thinking about it later, I started fucking No, laughing, yeah, that's the thing. I, I, about, I struggle with the fact that like during the movie, there was no point where I was entertained. Yes. But like when we bring up all this bullshit. I'm entertained talking about all the bullshit. Yeah. So does that count for anything? Maybe it's intentional know. camp. I don't know. Maybe you throw it back on and you're like, wait a minute. It's still fucking boring. And I, why am I watching this? I mean, I think Campia said it today, too. And I was like, I kind of felt the same way. He was like, I kind of want to just see it again because now I know what I'm getting into. To just laugh at it and and, and well, look forward to the horrible parts. We do it because there's a podcast. But if yeah. if you really like want to stick it to them. You should not be paying for this movie. No, don't. Oh, and I there's I got some clues about that later in news from the nation. You may not have to pay for the movie. Anyways, next up for the Sony oh, yeah. Spider-Man universe this year, August, Craven the Hunters coming out. And maybe will that be better? Th- well, look, maybe the only thing. First of all, it's R rated. So right there, that may be the only saving grace. I don't know. 
it might just be, I don't know if it'll be better. Can it be worse? Sure. But again, you're talking about a character who gets bit by a lion and gets lion powers. Is that what's happening? Lion blood? What the fuck? Maybe I mean, they're Peruvian lions. Are they Peruvian spider people lions? It's, it's still built on a <laughs> faulty premise, right? Yes. It's, it's because it's, he's a Spider-Man villain. You do your, you, you, you should have Spider-Man there, but you don't. So you're doing a spin-off of something, but you're not spinning off of anything. A slightly uh, more recognizable than Madam Web. You got Russell Crowe. Where does I think he, I think yeah I think he's and Aaron Taylor character's a little bit more recognizable than Madam Web. Less reckon I think maybe on par with Morbius. I, think I don't know. Craven. I think Craven has less to do with Spider Man, okay. and then it, it's actually like Morbius and Craven have nothing to do with Spider Man, and they could have been done their whole Spider Man list and not tied to Spider Man movies. I think it's harder to do the Venom and the Madam Web and the Spider Girls because they're directly tied to Spider Man. And like you could just basically put them on a collision course and then they're in the next movie, they're fighting each other like Kong and Godzilla. They have their right. own movies right. and then movie can be, together. You can be more standalone. You're absolutely right. His story doesn't really affect or interact until but later. But this one, like, it destroys. It, there's no way it could be in, in part of an inconne- interconnected Spider Verse here. No, any Web- thought of a franchise that they were trying to build here oh, is over. out the fucking window. If they were it's smart, they could figure out. They could use Madam Web as the conduit to unify all these things. Yes. But they didn't even build that in either. No, Fuck that up! I said it. It made some convoluted thing that where they they all exist at this weird time. And then even if you did like a present day movie, she's what, like in her fifties now. And how did do they, they don't even get their powers because she changed everything. I don't know. One of the, one of the solutions I saw online, I don't know if it makes the movies any better, but people were just like, Sony just needs to take back Spider-Man. Not that it's going to make it better, but it's like you, you're playing this song and dance with these movies and you can't really even use the character. It's like even if it's bad movies, like they just need to take back Spider-Man. Like completely cut ties with the MCU. Right. Well, a couple of things about that. I've heard I read this uh article that for Spider-Man 4, both parties uh are not agreeing on the direction oh, I heard to that. take this movie, right? What is it? The MCU wants a more grounded the story. The MCU apparently wants a like Daredevil. Spider-Man Daredevil versus Fisk that will story. lead into Secret Wars or something and Sony wants what? They want like more multiverse shit. They want to bring back Toby and Andrew. And I'm like, no, don't. I don't know what I want. I That gimmick was great for one time and no way home. Well, Sony saw the dollars that came yes. in. Like, why would we go That's back to street thing. level? Yeah, Sony's. I think they're both kind of like. I think they're both not doing the right thing mm-hmm. with Marvel's got kind of a weak Spider-Man and uh, Sony just has a fucked up universe that they <laughs> They keep they keep ruining. They keep like they have no like they could have ironed out the An- Andrew Garfield thing. They really could have, yeah. but they they just bailed on it. They just were, I don't understand why they did that. I never will. Uh, they made one bad movie. Okay, let's fucking redeem it. Like you can come back from a bad movie and have a good now one. Now that he's been established, fucking you bring him back and he's your Spider-Man in this universe. I would love like, to see the story of when he was talking about I couldn't hold back for a while and I was really right. violent and then how he changes after coming to the other universe. Like that's a fucking fascinating well, story. You, you know this is Sony Spider-Man universe's year because you mentioned Madam Web. Yeah. They all have um, Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Venom 3 is out this year, too. At the end of the year, and I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck that movie's about. I don't think anybody does. What is that even going to be? 
shit. They got three fucking movies coming out this year. I laugh, but actually, what I, someone said this online too, and I kind of agree. Sony's obviously losing money, but yeah. this also like just hurts Marvel yes. MCU. Yes, because casual fan is like, oh, that's a horrible MCU film. They don't like, know, and they don't know. They don't know. It's gonna. <laughs> and no, and yeah. if you're some dweeb that tries to res- like explain it to them, they're like, shut up, loser! Like, get away from me! No, that's a. I don't care. That's all. That's all reads as marvel clearly nobody knows this character they didn't go see it this is hurting comic book movies until deadpool that's gonna save everything and then sony's gonna hurt it again with the other two and now that disney's absorbed all of fox's marvel and all the other marvel they think everything's marvel now yes they yeah it is i mean i get it it's confusing but they they it is gonna hurt the mcu brand unintentionally like yeah one of my friends was literally like didn't uh, so the um, Marvel released another shitty movie? I'm like, well, technically yes, but no, I it's not. No, it's Sony. I, I, never mind. I can't oh, explain. The, to here's the other. Here's my other anecdote. I was telling people at work. Oh, I'm like, I'm gonna go see that Madam Web movie. The first thing everybody said was, Oh, what's that? Haven't heard of it. Nobody's heard of it. And then when you try to explain, Oh yeah, it's like a, a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man, and they're like, What? And I'm like, Yeah, I I don't know. That's pretty much what everybody else is saying so it's hard to even explain this movie to people well my one of my friends that did see it who also thought it was awful but very casual was like i kind of like the premise of like a girl that can see into the future yeah and like Spider try to sense. stop things yeah like that seems like a unusual power that we haven't seen but it, there that's is about it like they, yeah. that's all they had <laughs> they had a solid idea which got me interested uh, I mean, the the the, the I wouldn't say a solid the, the basis of a yes. potential idea. Yes, yes. Uh, the starting the, point. The girl's power set could yeah. be interesting. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do some news from the nation because not everybody uh, thought it was a complete dumpster fire. There we go. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. Thanks. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. That fart didn't match up with your lips, rugs. That was weird. Why did that happen? <laughs> yeah, it does. It was delayed. Paid a lot of money to have you fart on <laughs> this podcast. You find them. You find you them. Find, you find who farts better. That girl. Because I'm going to die in the future, and I, I can't do that. <laughs> There's spider women coming to kill me. And 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 it's just shots of like the back of my neck and my ear. <laughs> That poor girl just sat there and took his abuse. And she's like, they're over here wait, now. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Yeah. One more thing. How did he find them that. from a vision in his head with masks? And you I, remember throwing on your computer in 2003? In 2000, yeah, it did not look like that. Where? <laughs> how oh, did yeah. she have all that surveillance She technology? had some advanced software. That, that's another Nepo baby. That's that's uh, David Mamet's yeah, daughter. So, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, she was in uh, that show on HBO with uh, Kaylee Cuoco. It was good. She's who, good. Who, who had better technology, her in 2003 <laughs> or the random uh, Japanese dude in uh, Godzilla vs. Destroyer who could 3D image Destroyer? <laughs> oh, yeah. Enhance. 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 All Enhance. he had to say was 3D enhance. <laughs> and I was like, those are four, I love that. Those are four On a 1995 pixels. Uh, yeah, Apple. Packard or, yeah. or Apple. They were, they were all Apple products in that movie. <laughs> okay, so our buddy Joe Henry... Mm-hmm. Uh, has some thoughts. Here's his review. He says, first off, I have this penchant for time travel stories, 
and I've always liked the character of Madam Web. So after the scathing reviews, I went in with very low expectations, and I'm going to be honest, fellow Jock and Nerd fans, I liked it. Oh, shit. The good, the story wasn't predictable. and Because it didn't make sense. And overall, <laughs> you can't predict things that make no it sense. It was a fun watch. No, was it? He th- he, oh, my he God, Joe. The bad, the villain was terribly written. There were some bad exposition dumps and plot contrivance or two or two. However, that didn't detract me from walking away with a positive movie-going experience. One thing I can't help but think was there's some studio interference with this film. To me, it almost feels like Sony didn't believe in the film and cut the villain's real story arc. And some of the exposition dumps almost felt like studio notes to clarify what's going on with the plot during reshoots. Is there a better director's cut we may never see? I think there is. In either case, the film is worth a watch. If you don't catch it in theaters, stream it one day and be pleasantly surprised. There's enough to enjoy. Don't believe all the negative reviews. Look, uh, I disagree. Look, I'm kind of <laughs> with Joe. Is that wait till it's streaming? Give it a watch. It's so bad that it's kind of funny. Yeah, I yeah. Forty minutes in, I was I felt punished. <laughs> okay, yeah, Jace? Joe, uh, I, I I like you, man. I appreciate your support. I really got to question that one. That's a that's he's, a hot take. He's really uh, campaigning for this movie in the. Group I mean, there. you just said that the villain sucked. So, like the the main driving force of the movie, you is need no good. a good villain, and they do not have a good villain, and everything falls apart. You just make the appreciate lips. the feedback. Okay, Jason <laughs> Dutch says not bad. Not great, but it was well done for an origin story for a lesser known character. Certainly, certainly seen worse. All the act- pause, pause, pause. Yes. What is her origin? So she she falls into the water. Yeah, and that and it reignites powers it, from spiders from in the 30, jungle. Yeah, from thirty years ago, and unlocks for some why, reason. Why does, why does falling into the water ignite your powers? Because she almost died. What? I don't know. I don't know. You know, wouldn't that have ignited if she took a shower? <laughs> yeah, what was happening in the 30 well, years? Never, it uh, never, nothing happened until now. Yeah. She, and she then falls s- in the water yes, in the ambulance and ignites her power. Well, the real. She she dies, then she comes, she's reborn, as a matter of fact. No, the what. real origin is she gets hit in the face with a firework, and now she's blind and paralyzed. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. We got her into the chair by the end of the movie. That's she, what they were She thinking. has another line. I don't know what it is, but right when she gets out of the water and she talks about like her heart, and she's like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> like something, something. She says a lot. I can't. I can't figure it she out. She says right it now. at the at the barbecue too. She's like, no, no. You know, when your heart stops, but then it starts, and you're fine. Yeah, fine. yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Certainly seen worse. He said, "I do." You, it's not the worst. There are worse movies, superhero movies. Would you? Think? Yeah, there's plenty of bad. Okay, ones. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He says all <laughs> the actors and actresses were good, except Dakota Johnson. His performance was meh. The villain I'd never heard of. Actor was okay, but he wasn't a bad guy people will connect with. Gotta have a good baddie to have a good superhero movie following. He was just a selfish prick. Then he says, quote, the one they called Derek as Uncle Ben was interesting. I think that may be a Parks and Rec reference. And I'm curious how they tie Spider-Man into a world where there's already three Spider-Women in a clan of Peru of Spider-Folks. Kind of waters down the specialness, the Spider-Powers. You think? like so, like, you say you liked it, but then you just point out all things you don't well, like. Well, then he finishes, Sony is clearly still <laughs> clueless on how to build a universe, but not bad as a standalone film. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if you're really drunk. I mean, if you're really drunk. I don't know. Uh, and then we have Rick Martinez, who just said, who directed this horse shit? Brett Ratner. And then he has emo- uh, vomiting emojis. So, bleh. Oh, uh, an X-Men 3 uh, callback. Yeah. And then here is Jose Barra. With a way to save money and enjoy the horrible campiness that is Madam Web. He writes, 
The full movie leaked online already. I didn't want to waste my money having such low expectations, so I watched it in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> if you plan on eventually watching it, I highly recommend watching it in theaters, only because watching it at home is a stain that can't be removed. My home is forever tainted. It's so bad that I no longer feel safe in my own home for having watched it here. I want to move. Oh, <laughs> this is the best review ever, I think, of the movie. God. Wow. So now uh, your home stinks. Yeah. Well, should now I announce one of our future shows because yes. based on this movie? Oh, we this, didn't even this, tell Rugs. Rugs. No, we're going to just announce it now. Let's do it. So because of this movie, I have decided to pick 32 Marvel and DC films that are shite, awful. And we are going to do a 32 movie tournament to pick the worst Marvel or DC released movie in theaters of all time. Yeah. Geek Booner. Oh, wow. That should be fun. I love it. It's not who's best. The patch-ups are who's worse. Yes. Oh, wow. Some some of the... I'll just give a quick... I'll give a quick... I'm not going to read everything. But Madam Webb quick... is in the tournament for oh, sure. Madam Webb is certainly in the tournament. So is Superman 4. Yeah. Catwoman. Yeah. Howard the Duck. Captain America 1990. Batman and Robin. Blade Trinity. Oh, New my Mutants, God. And many more. There is so... <laughs> and this is just Marvel and DC, which is just amazing. Marvel, and there's 32 and there's more. But wow, wow, wow. I, I, will, I will read them after for the Patreon and for Rugs to, to react. Yeah. It's uh, it's gonna be fantastic. I love this idea. Worst comic book movie tournament coming soon, listener. Okay, let's finish with some. What are we watching, Anthony? You watch anything? I watched uh, UFC two ninety eight. That's about it. And then I watched uh, Madam Web. Oh, how was two ninety eight? It was good. A lot of fun. Watched it with some friends. Got drunk. Good times. Ate ate drunk Subway after. (laughs) Of course, (laughs) they're open twenty four hours. Some of them are, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rugs, you watch anything? I watched Renfield. Oh, Nicolas Cage. And uh, did you watch that as well? No, I, I, it I have not watched it yet. And Nicholas oh, Holt. I thought you watched it. No, yes. I want to. I do. I watched uh, a couple movies. One of them was Renfield. You recommend watching that. Uh, no, <laughs> it's not good. But uh, no, Nicholas Cage is great. Nicholas Cage is great as Dracula. Uh, he's hilarious. He's good. But and and there's some there's some actually some fun things in here like Deadpooly type things, okay, uh, ridiculous stuff. But I feel like the movie's so heavy handed about being in a toxic relationship that it ruins the movie. So basically, the the story is that Renfield is like basically Dracula's slave. He does all the stuff that needs Dracula to to keep Dracula alive. He's also immortal. Yeah. He's also immortal, and he starts going to meetings about people in abusive relationships, and that can be a cute thing. And it's a good, it's a cute thing to do in the subtext, yeah. but it's all they talk about oh, in the movie, oh. and I feel like it's too heavy handed and it ruins the movie. Okay. So if they if they could have just backed off it, but it's um, it's fun to a degree, and it's kind of you might like it as it's. I can't say it's a great movie or a good movie. I just think it's. It's a free movie on Amazon, and if you want to watch a Dracula movie with uh, gore and shit like that, that, that's what that is, and you can check that out. Okay. Anything else? Um, Aquafina's in that one, by the way. Just, uh, did I watch anything else? I uh, Shit, I did watch a lot of... Uh, I just watched 
Chronicles of Riddick, oh, which is also on Amazon Why? Prime. Just randomly? I just saw it on Amazon. Yeah. It's time for fucking a Chronicles Watch of this. Riddick. And I was like, oh, there's a 2000s movie where uh, it's just. It's a self-contained movie where it's uh, Vin Diesel plays Riddick, who's like this uh, hunted criminal that like everybody's always trying to. He's got a bounty on his head. Everybody's trying to capture him. And for some reason, he uh, escapes and goes to this planet that's being taken over by necromongers, which are these like alien or these. these, It's kind of like a. Kind of like Darth Vader's uh, stormtroopers, yeah, like the evil empire, but they're like obsessed with death, and uh, they're half like they're, they're half dead type. They get powers from being like ghosts or shit, some shit like that. De- death energy, and uh, all of a sudden, they the the main bad guy. He, there's a prophecy that a, a Furian, which is what Riddick is, is supposed to be the only thing that can kill him. And then he tries to like wipe him out, but you know, Riddick uh, escapes and then ends up taking him down at the I end of the movie. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Listen, it's not a good movie, but it's a lot better than what I just watched in the theater. Well, speaking of which, that's I randomly because <laughs> the Marvels is on Disney Plus now. I was like, oh God, let me just throw this on and wipe the fucking taste out of my mouth. That movie is delightful compared to this movie. <laughs> Iman Vellani, oh, the yeah. family, still fucking great. The uh, Marvels is like the Godfather compared oh God, to Adam like Web. Much better, because <laughs> at least it was fun in parts. Yeah, yeah. At least there was at least it was entertaining, and the characters kind of remained the characters. Like Kamala Khan was developed, and and they didn't have all the problems that Madam Web had, where they just were like, "We're just gonna create this universe, and make nothing makes sense. We're just throwing everything together, and the bad guy doesn't make any sense." And nothing, you know, just nothing works. At least this, that movie was somewhat more cohesive. And I know they like a lot of stuff is missing and there's a lot of, not a lot of character development, but the runtime is great. It's like an hour 43, I think breezy, fun watch to just throw on. Madam Web is the best thing to happen to the Marvels. <laughs> oh, yeah, now elevates yes, it. It's going to help a lot. So I tried to pull off the Marvels. In the world Failed. of like uh, female-led superhero films, Marvels is now not the worst one. Oh so, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. At least Marvel like can be like, "Hey, we're not that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> better like, than that. I know you guys don't like what we've been doing, but look at what like it could be worse. Look yes. at this. Like, we totally cared more. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we actually didn't phone it in. Yeah, that I mean, Rugs is even saying they cared more, and this is a guy that. Like regularly lambast Marvel for not caring. Yeah, <laughs> but this level of not caring has never before been seen on the big screen. Yeah, like I didn't even know like you could care yes, less. Right? Than That's why you gotta watch Madame Web because you will not believe the balls on this movie. Like it's unbelievable. Um, and then the only other thing I watched, True Detective, season four ended uh, with the, it's six episodes. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Oh wait, I did watch something. Else. What else? Uh, I watched the first three episodes of Halo. Oh, you know what? I haven't started that yet. And I kind of like, I I don't know if I want to watch it, but I heard it's better than the first season. How is it? It's pretty much it's very similar to the other one. It's like he's, uh, you know, the Master Chief is going through shit because uh, 
you know, he's someone fucked with his brain and he's but and so even though he thinks he's doing the right thing, everybody else is now questioning him because now it's like a known thing that he had Cortana in his head. Oh, right. and he took it took it out right. and he's being fucked with. And there was that alien lady that he was fucking. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. So, so no one. And so he's kind of like he's the only one that's doing the right thing. But everybody's questioning him, basically. So Fuck, I got maybe I'll watch it. I really I'm just like not even interested. I haven't mustered of any interest to watch the second season of Halo. Uh, I don't know why. It's not full of action, but I I enjoy it because I like sci-fi. Yeah. It doesn't feel like Halo enough, okay. but it's still it's still watchable. I think it's still watchable. It's not great, uh, but it's still I'll watchable. It okay. I tried to watch the House of Ninjas, but I I bailed. No, nah. It was. It seemed like too. Seemed like too much. Like uh, light-hearted. Was it? That's on Netflix. Know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a family like a dramedy or something. A ninjas yeah, yeah. I'm not into that. Okay. I was like, fuck this. I want to see fucking ninjas yeah. do ninja stuff. Oh, I saw another movie that's really bad. Okay. I watched Tekken. Oh, based on the video game? There's oh, a God. movie? Yeah. There is. Well, yeah, that's a 2000s movie. It's a, it's like basically like a low budget. It's a low budget Street Fighter movie. And it was really bad. But it was still better than Madam Web. Better than Madam Web. That's what I was gonna ask. Holy <laughs> shit! It was God. terrible. It was a terrible <laughs> movie, but it was still better. Like everything made more sense. Like they they made Tekken into like they they made it into a completely different story. But in that story, it worked to a degree. So <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes, it only has six reviews and it's zero percent. This movie. Yeah, it's terrible. It's better than Madam Web. Better I'll tell than you Madam that. Web. Oh boy. Like it's not shot better, and yeah. it doesn't have as good of a budget or effects or acting. Yeah. But like, uh, it, it's almost like dead the same, almost. God, wow. <laughs> okay, good stuff. All right, well, that's it for this week, listener rugs. Where can the people find you online? At Rug Boy Show on Twitter, Twitter slash X or X. Anthony, where can the listener find you this week? Uh, I don't know where they can find me, but I will definitely never be found again on a Friday night a movie, movie theater. Yeah, not with the kiddos. Theater. Come no. on, you, you, know, no. you just. I've, I've I've realized now I'm I'm too old for this. I can't do it. No, you just look at him and go skibbity toilet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> skibbity. You should be like yeah, be like yeah to Ohio. You fucks. I'm trying to watch a movie. <laughs> skibbity Ohio. The fuck out of here. Yeah. It, did I tell you? I actually the just the other day I heard a kid passing by say "fucking skibbity." I'd never heard that in real life, and I, it was like a an eight to ten year old kid. I was like, "Oh shit, they do say." That. When you go to the theater, Anthony, just go. Listen, I need some quiet for the Rizzler. <laughs> you get some quiet for the Rizzler. Skibbity <laughs> toilet, you fucks. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Share the show, listener. We would appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. That's a big fuck up right there. Thing I offered you a chance to be a cop, and you blew it. Sometimes it's maybe good, sometimes it's maybe shit. I love this movie. Jock and Nerd. <laughs> <laughs>